Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode for the week. The FanDuel Stage, live at Super Bowl 57, Radio Road, day three, February starts now. Football! Big winner Wednesday. We'll be announcing all the winners from the past week of all of our giveaways. It'll be the last one of the NFL season because we are just days away from Super Bowl 57, kicking off right here in the middle of the fucking desert. Hell yeah. yeah. The Chiefs, who nobody thinks has a chance of winning, still the underdog, both when it comes to the amount of money bet on and what the spread is saying, just eating and gobbling in all the critiques and the takes about how they have no chance of winning, even though they're in the middle of potentially building a dynasty that we'll talk about 20 years from now if they're to go on to win not one Super Bowl, maybe two Super Bowls, maybe three Super Bowls. All of that is in front of them still, and we're just days away from potentially the Philadelphia Eagles becoming the team that we need to chat about for the next decade coming out of the NFC. The NFC East goes from absolute shitbox to now a potential team that could run the table against anybody. They had to play against the Giants, what they do there, beat the fuck out of them. Oh. Had to play against the San Francisco 49ers, what they do against them. Beat the fuck out of them. Mm-hmm. What will they be able to do against Kansas City Chiefs? We shall see. Nick Sirianni has a team full of dogs that are seemingly built for the moment and vets that are ready to get another ring or get a ring as they sail off into retirement. It's a beautiful thing, this Super Bowl 57, as is Radio Row. Today, we are packed to the gills with guests. We have Ian Rappaport. That little bastard's going to come in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of these. And hopefully break some news because there's a lot cooking both in the Derek Carr front, maybe some contractual talks uh, front, head coaching search front, and everything else that he's been learning while getting everybody boozed up out here in Phoenix, Arizona. Debo Samuel will join us. Okay. Excited to talk to the slant god. A man who missed some games, then whenever he came Uh back, was dropped right back in alongside Christian McCaffrey as maybe the most dangerous duo in all the football at football. Seth freaking Rollins will be here. Let's go. Of the WWE, obviously former champion, absolute stallion of a man. Bob Parsons, the owner of PXG and the Yam uh, Enterprises. Yep. Oh, yeah. Dude owns PXG, which is a golf company, I think, founded out here in Arizona. Right. He owns uh, GoDaddy. Oh, yeah. He owns um, uh, Harley-Davidson stores okay. out uh-huh. here. Right. He owns a real estate uh, company. This guy's a bazillionaire who seems to have all the money and just wants to have a good time with it. He's sponsoring a golf sim right next to us here on SiriusXM that has been quite a nuisance for us, but still rather legendary. Uh, we can't thank you all enough for allowing us to do this for a living. Today's show should be pretty good as we wrap up with Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee, Ooh, a player yeah. that we are a massive fan of. Can't wait to hear him. All the boys are here. The talks table at Ty Schmidt at Boston Connor. One half of the hammer. Dad. Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. The host of In the Trenches, an Arizona native, AQ Shipley, joining us yet again. And a man who's a college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup champion, COVID survivor, right. father of four, and reigning, defending, undisputed Pickleball champion of the world alongside the great Ty Schmidt, A.J. Hawks. Boys, as we broke down everything that's going on in the NFL world there in the open, that was on purpose so that we could lead to this conversation. Oh, yeah. Pickleball is still (laughs) the sport of choice Uh at the house out here that we are renting for the Super Bowl week. There is a new champion of pickleball. Oh, yeah. A.J. Hawk and Ty Schmidt were on the court last night for three and a half straight hours. Oh, mm. They did lose once to me and Bruce Bronovich, yeah. and they did not lose again. They continued to dominate throughout 
the evening and got better as the night went on somehow. Boys, I'll start with you, AJ. Mm. What was really the flip of the switch that made you guys decide that day two was going to be your day of pickleball? And at what point did you say, oh, we're unbeatable? Because that's what it felt like as we just kind of won two by two oh, yeah. Yeah. on a roll coming in to square off against you and Ty. Well, I, I was basically Scottie Pippen, and I played with Michael Jordan over there. <laughs> you saw Ty has this two-hand oh. backstroke. Well, it's a thing of beauty. Like, if, if you set Ty up, he's going to take it, and he's going to dominate you. So I, I have to give all the credit to Ty Schmidt. He was playing. He actually rolled his ankle yeah. like two hours in and still fought through it for the next hour and a half, next 90 minutes. So, yeah, it's a fun game. We're trying to dial in the rules still. Obviously, we don't know exactly how we're supposed yeah. to play. That's fucking well, funny the enough. Yeah, the authority. What's that, Connor? I mean, Albie Shibley's coming in here and just ruining our game. I mean, you guys, I mean, play, tennis. You guys play tennis for the first time. Oh, yeah, well, he, whatever you right – don't either. you – yeah, pipe yeah. down, okay? It right. doesn't matter what we were playing because whatever you think you were playing, you just fucked up our game. We were okay? 90% there with my rules. No, we were You're 90% there. Yeah. It changed oh, half oh, the game. Okay. It changed half the game, Al. Okay? So, there were fucking balls that no one could hit that you said we weren't allowed to hit. But so, turns yeah, out – Turns out you Definitely can't. allowed to you hit. Can't hit him. Yeah. You fucking asshole. <laughs> no, that being said, all playing by the fake, same fake rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. our rules. And Ty and AJ mastered it better than anybody. Oh, no doubt. We do not want to take away, but Ty, that backhand was lethal. Me and Bruce Bronovich had a chance to run into it late. Uh, to be honest, last two times we went out there, dog and pony show to get beat up by you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm. I knew. I wasn't supposed to be out there. Sure. <laughs> it got cold. <laughs> there we I, are. Take it cold. I was very sore. Yeah, joints got tight. There was no reason for me to be out there, but we just had to pay you the honor and the respect of like somebody's got to beat these men, right? You mm-hmm. know. And we went out there. We went the last time we went out there, we saw you miss two backhands. We saw you miss two backhands, mm-hmm. and me and Bruce were like, "The time is now. Now we feed this backhand." Turned out he only had two misses. Yeah. The rest of them were dialed in still, yeah. as if it was all week or all night. Ty and AJ put on a clinic last night, and boys, I can't help, but there you're in the kitchen. See, like, that was a broken rule. Who was in the kitchen? But it wasn't an actual broken Correct. rule. Yeah. But it was a rule what AQ was saying was a broken rule. There's a lot of things going on in the world out here at Pickleball. <laughs> uh, Look how beautiful it is I would there. like to let the sport know you got new fans in us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Already putting one in in the office. Yeah, yeah. Tell you to have watch to. It. Have Look, to. I mean – you know, oh, we're, all I, over. I feel like we're the type of crew where, you know, like we'll go we'll go all in on something. And then, you know, after like a few days, it's like, all right, we've done this so much over the past few days that we kind of just kill it. We play stuff out. on. Yeah, the we're show. a part of the problem. Exactly. Quit Pickle, pickleball is here to stay. OK, we you I think? mean. Yeah. I hope so because oh, yeah. I, I don't think I know. Vascular, man. It's unbelievable. I bought a two hundred nineteen dollar racket last night. Let's let's hope it stays. Okay. Tone sent me a link to a good spinning racket. What yeah. does it do yeah. differently? What is it? What do you mean? We're playing with fucking. Is mid- there holes in it? Don't there, tell. There rackets AJ. with holes in it. AJ, no, AJ was playing help. with AQs. He was playing with a two hundred dollar no, racket. Part of the time I was, then I switched. Part of it, ninety five percent. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's different rackets. There's rackets for power. There's rackets for control. There's rackets for spin. It's like I'm, golf, though. You can't blame a club for a bad golf shot. Yeah, yeah. but you had the Watch best me. club last. I mean, what for are we like, even? For like four games, it doesn't matter. You're the unduffable, okay? You're coming in here <laughs> no, telling us that it's an easy game. Yeah, what did it feel like yesterday? You tell yeah. us. Am I, am I sitting up here grandstanding? No, I'm telling you Ty's backhand was going cross court. He was no. landing deep. Oh, it's it's talking, you're talking about these things that Tone Diggs has already invested That's why it's a good game, though. We said it, it nullifies power. You can't really use power. Power you helps. You can't it, let, it certainly helps. At, in, helps. In the right moment, power helps. We can't let emotions creep in because you start saying, oh, I'm going to smash this thing, boom, right in the net in or the net. a thousand yeah. feet deep. Just know pickleball is around, and it's going to be real, I think. There's a yeah. good shot that I'm probably going to be bringing in pros to kind of – Hell, yeah. We need to learn 
learn a little Hone bit more. Hone our skills. Yes. Yeah, we, we need to learn strategy because I'm watching the highlights and I'm like, Holly, why aren't they just peppering these things right off the people's Correct. faces? Yeah. Like, I, and maybe I'm the wrong person, but with the way these pros, they stand right up at the oh, fucking yeah. Oh, yeah. They, and then they go. And, and then boom, they're, boom, boom, they're boom, battling. Boom. Are you not just aiming for heads whenever that happens? But I guess that's like, the, what is it, AQ? That's they're, out of bounds. They're hitting little drop shots. Is that what it is? Yeah, trying to play in the kitchen. He doesn't fucking yeah, know. This guy. <laughs> why are we <laughs> asking him? We gotta hit the little drop shots know. in the kitchen. See I that? do know. Right Just there. to explain what's going on as we kind of wrap up this pickleball conversation for day three here. Pickleball is around for good, and the problem with what AQ did, he came in with a bag, he yep. had like a gamma yep. bag, yep. gamma uh-huh. pickleball with a towel in it <laughs> yep. and the thing, and he was like. Then he started, whenever you have that to a game that we were just introduced to, <laughs> and you start saying, well, that's not legal. That's not legal. You almost make yourself the Gene Steratore yeah, of the game. Absolutely. And we didn't all have time just to Google every word that was coming out of his mouth. So there was a, a bit of a change in the game that we were playing to fit the authority, A.Q. Yep. Shipley's narrative of what the rules were. And then, lo and behold, we all found out last night after we all left the I game and this morning uh-huh. that A.Q. maybe wasn't 100% right. Or he wasn't explaining the rules as he saw them. I was wrong on one thing. Pretty big when thing. The Pretty ball, massive When thing. the ball yeah. bounces in the kitchen, we can go get him. Yeah, so we only changed three rules. So you were wrong on a third I of mean, you still left the fact that you could ha- hit your fastball on the first one because that's not a rule. Look, at the end of the day, we just didn't get Gene's territory. Oh, we got fault. Alberto the fault. River yeah. on, and you fucked There's up There's no fault. Yeah, but we all agreed on the fault, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a rule that needs to be instituted. That's yeah. a good yeah. tennis rule that needs to be instituted. House rules, we all agreed on it. Absolutely. You were coming in as like, for the good of pickleball, what are we playing tennis? That's what you kept saying. Yeah, what are we playing tennis? And then you were like holding that over our heads. Anyways, let's move on. There is some news around the NFL that we have to chat about. For instance, Patrick Mahomes is doing everything that they could ask for in the Kansas City playbook. And although he might be a little bit hobbled, he's done 100%. It's Super Bowl. Had a long season already. He's done 100%. When Andy Reid starts talking about Patrick Mahomes, you know, he doesn't want to give away too much. But he also is basically saying, hey, this isn't a story anymore. Like, the guy's ankle's fine. All it takes, though, is one little tweak, right? Yep. I assume they got to be worrying about that. Diana Rossini. Andy Reid said Patrick Mahomes, who admits isn't 100%, can do just about everything in the playbook. Reid referenced a fast practice on Monday and seemed happy with how Mahomes is moving. AJ, that's great news if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Does this change your thoughts about the Philadelphia Eagles being able to just dominate every single facet of football on Sunday? No, I mean, I haven't I haven't came to a final decision on who I think is going to oh. win this game yet, but I, I've, I assume with two weeks, Patrick Mahomes' ankle would be as close to 100% as you could get. So it never really entered my mind. I'm sure he's in pain, but, yeah, that's the thing. Is someone going to fall on it weird? What do you call it? Hip drop? Hopefully no one no, hip drop tackles him. Can't hip drop? Yeah, you yeah. can't no, spear hopefully. anymore. If he can keep it, if he doesn't have, like, any issues early on, it should be smooth sailing for him. AQ, what, uh, you were in that Super Bowl against Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers were there. And obviously we remember Patrick Mahomes running for his life. Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay, That's what that yes. Super Bowl was. So much so they just cut offensive line, brought in new offensive yep. line because of what we all saw in the Super Bowl. Remember, he was running and diving. He almost had that parallel oh. fucking 30-yard rocket yep. to Tyreek Hill, I believe. Yeah. Hit his hands. That would have changed the entire game. He is Patrick Mahomes. Your guys' plan was to do that to Patrick Mahomes, and I assume that's exactly what the Eagles are thinking about right now is we just need to get a maximum amount of pressure on him. Chiefs have to know that. Chiefs have to be preparing for that, I'd assume, they have, they have to, and I think we've, we've all talked about it, right? Like early on in this game, Mahomes is going to get the ball out of his hand as fast as possible. It's going to be dink and dunk, screens, the whole nine, and they very well might just go right down the field this first drive, but then everybody makes the adjustments. But you're right. I mean, in our game, it was – 
press the tackles. We knew they didn't have tackles. Press the hell out of those tackles, make him escape, and then let Devin White and Levante kind of chase and clean it all up. The second level. Go ahead, uh, Tone. So when, like, when I was looking at the stats for this game, obviously the Eagles are number one. In hey, super percent. good hat. Good hat today. Thank yeah, you. A little bit nice. more of a sporty good ball cap. <laughs> Arizona cap. It is. You look good. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. I'm looking forward to I'm going to buy a new one this afternoon. Ball cap? Yes. Why? From waste? Yes. Oh. Just say I was there. Yeah. I love a good golf hat. I got wasted yeah. at waste management. <laughs> but but I was, when I was looking up, obviously Eagles number one in sacks in the league, number one in sack percentage in the league. Chiefs number two in protecting the quarterback. Is that because he gets it out so quickly? Is that because the O-line? I mean, I know the interior of their O-line is good now. Like, is is that How does that work out? Is oh, that, I didn't know that stat. Oh. Oh, oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is Tampa Bay number one? I don't know. I could so that stat might mean nothing. Oh, because they get no. That's not real. No, there's means, no such thing. Because Tom gets it out like that. There's is no stats. Ball gets out fast. I mean, you, AJ, of what's this guy's problem? You don't like analytics? What are you? Oh, yeah, you're saying stats don't matter. What the hell is that about? Every yeah. stat matters. I asked you a question. Can don't be skewed with how fast the ball gets out. Think about all the indie teams with Peyton. That ball got out. You're talking about Pittsburgh Steelers or Ben Roethlisberger? He held on forever. Well, not his last. Not the last second. Not the last. Yeah, he, 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 right. Those things were all quick. With, with BA, with BA yes, he held on to the ball with forever. With BA, it was, it was forever because everything's seven step. Oh, my dick, we're going deep. <laughs> yeah, and that got some guys injured. Uh, sure. Uh, it worked, though. Uh, had it, success. It also, yeah. had success. It also worked. AQ, <laughs> hey, you think Kansas City can run the ball at all? They haven't I think had they're to. Have to. They haven't had to up, up as far as they. Why do they have as to? far as now? Like, because would they rush for forty games in the championship? 47. Forty yards. 45. Yeah, I think I think they're going to have to. Now, listen, I will say this: Andy does as good yeah. of a job as anybody, as using the perimeter screens and the tight end screens as an extension of yeah. the run game, and he views it at that. Like he literally says, "Hey, listen, we can get the ball out there and get four. That's a run, right?" Like so. Yeah. I think that's his slow way down of the skewing rush that, that, but exactly, too. you have to slow down that rush. That front is too good. We just experienced this with the Bengals, though. Like, it felt like the whole conversation going in was Burrowhead and all that bullshit, and the Chiefs heard it. And now this, these last two weeks, it's all Eagles. How yeah. long, what's the money? Is it still 76%? Right. It has not moved at all? It's unbelievable. That's 76% why. 76% of the money is still on the Philadelphia Eagles. This hmm. is the Kansas City Chiefs on the other side, and everybody's just assuming they're done-so. One and a half, Kansas City in the all-whites. They got to pick what they wanted to wear, wearing the white jerseys, going to look clean. They've been there, done that. No offense to the Eagles, who we love. Love oh, them. yeah. Love them. Fucking love the Eagles. The Super Bowl. Love both teams. Obviously, did a lot of good this year. Yeah. They're in the Super Bowl. Fun to talk about. It is crazy to me how lopsided the conversation is. You, you well, mentioned- I, Go ahead, sorry. I know for me, at least, and we talk about this, like, Mahomes is so good that he kind of just gets placed in the, like, yeah, you know what to expect. Like, I, yeah. I said going into the, the Bengals-Chiefs game, like, Burrow's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Just a moronic thing to say. Like <laughs> Mahomes is so good, yeah. and I feel like he does he doesn't get the respect because he's been so good from the moment he stepped on the field. Like as we've been talking more about the Eagles and everything, like the Chiefs are the kind of team who re- really never need a chip on their shoulder, and they've had one the last two weeks. They're in the so, middle of a dynasty. Yes. Exactly. They're literally they're in the middle so of a dynasty right now. They're so good, and for whatever reason, yeah. it's just like. Because we're we're used to seeing them win so many games, it's just like you know you get, you get the Eagles come in and it's like oh there's no way the fucking Chiefs can beat the Eagles they're unbelievable. Well, you saw what the Giants did. Yep, Giants got boat raced by the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Niners lose Brock Purdy. That first exactly. quarter was maybe the worst series of luck in the history of a championship game yeah. that any team yes. has ever had out the gate, and they just beat the hell out of the Niners. Mm-hmm. So I think that lays into it too. This Eagles team seems unstoppable, but. It's the fucking Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, and like the Jags. It's like the Chiefs beat the Jags. 
the Jags are probably better than the Josh Johnson Niners. Okay? Here's the script. Here's the script written uh, about the year, everybody. This just came from a Field Yates tweet. Not the game script. They're be- no, the no, season no. script. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, but I did see the score was released. Yeah, 37-34. Yep. Yeah, I saw the score. Have to bet on that now. I do think it will be a lot of points. But this is crazy. I mean, obviously both are 16-3, and 546 points scored by both of them. Six all-pros, including a Kelsey brother, you see, and a quarterback. Whoa. Oh, wow. shit. Both quarterbacks in the um, – in the Super Bowl, all press. Huh. Holy shit. That's yeah. how, that never happens. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> AFC's number one seed, NFC's number one seed. Both made the Super Bowl. Okay, so there's no underdog story. Sure. No. But 546 points scored, both of them. Script writers were doing their thing. They were in their bag this wow. year. They yeah. do. Weren't they? I mean, what, that's just going to fuel the fire, right? Oh, yeah. For everybody that, that says everything is scripted. But that is <laughs> nuts how they're so evenly balanced. And the Chiefs absolutely should be pissed. Like, hey, we're the yes. Chiefs. We just, we've won before. I got Patrick Mahomes. He's what, how old is he now? 27. He's still yeah. super young, but we look at him like he's old because he's been around and doing it for so long. He's being compared to the best player in the history yep. at yeah. every aspect since his year three. Bingo. Yeah. Since his third year in the NFL. Who's in her third year in the NFL? Jalen, what? This is Jalen's second third. year? Third year? Yeah. Yeah, because oh, yeah, first he, year uh, was the Sudfeld. Yeah, year, right. Yep, yep. Where it ended. Second year is first real year as the start. This is Jalen's third year Jeez. in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And Jalen's dominating. Jalen's gotten better, just like Josh Allen got better. Like, Jalen deserves all the praise and respect, especially with what he had to deal with with Carson. And going into the year, nobody knew if Jalen was a guy or not. But when Patrick Mahomes was in his third year, it was like, okay, this guy's either Tom Brady yeah. or he's not. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Right. Every, every single game. Every single game. It's like, oh, Tom Brady wouldn't do that. Uh-uh. Uh, and we're comparing year 20 Tom Brady to year three Patrick Mahomes. Right. And it's like he signs that 500 500- – Four hundred and thirty million dollar deal, right? Of course, grossly misrepresented whatever it was announced. Yes, F- still four hundred thirty million dollars or whatever, but seventy million dollars off what was being reported. That's happening from fucking very early in his career, mm-hmm. and he's just had to maintain it. And that's why I think like his family shit that was going on. Yeah, and by shit I mean just like distraction pieces sure. yeah, yeah. and everything. They were so young, going, the whole family yeah. Yeah. was so young going through being Tom Brady, who's yes. been through it for two decades. It's a very fascinating scene, and now we're just kind of tossing them out, and it's almost like Travis Kelsey, who looks so cool coming off that plane. Oh, Like, he God. actually lives off of that shit. Yeah. real. And he is going to tell everybody. And it's like, I don't know, man. 76% is a lot of fucking people. Yes. Why? Yeah. Why? Is it because of all the hoopla surrounding the, this this O-line and D-line of Philly? What yeah, they it? just blew through the playoffs. Let's bring that chair out here, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to be joined by somebody who is a friend of the program. Mm-hmm. Became a great friend of the program. A man who makes time for us every single week. Ladies and gentlemen, senior insider for the NFL, the network the NFL owns, the website the NFL owns, and the streaming service, NFL Plus. Host of the insiders on the Fast Network. Yep, that's a thing. Host of the weekly wrap of the Rap Sheet and Friends, us being a friends, he being Rap Sheet. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rap. Baby! Nice. What's going on? Good to see you guys. Great to see you. I see you figured out the microphone and the headset here early. No uh, problems. That's good. I did. I decided to go full on the hair, whereas last time I kind of held it to the back so it didn't mess up the hair. Oh, you sat like this <laughs> for 17 <laughs> minutes. Yep. I know. Do you Not know that? You did that on our show. Yeah. I thought I maybe that, they were yeah. going to kick you off tailgate takedown because yeah. of how uncomfortable you looked while you were sitting on our show. Now look at you, you're a pro, addressing the crowd. Look how comfortable he is. Legs well, wide. I will say this. Last time I was here in person, 
I was running it. I felt pretty good. What, what do you mean? Well, I was not here in person, but with, uh, with my guys. Oh, yeah, the this same exact outfit year. on. This is you a year ago. Oh. Is that your Super Bowl outfit? It's you a year ago. Look how cute you look, Donner. That was good. It's good shoes. Man. You look cute, Donner. Great shoes. You really yeah, you gave booze up? Blade, what huh? happened here? What did we get after <laughs> last night? Uh, is this this is a big booze and talk time, I assume, for you? Um, not as much as Combine because not everyone's in town. Oh. So you got to see who's in town and try to, you know, try to figure out who would maybe like a drink and who wouldn't. Um, <laughs> there's events going on. I'm sure you guys have been out on the town. No. We no. don't do those, actually. Hey, no. you got invited one tonight. Where, Where are you going? Where? Which one? Play Not to invite the Jay Glazers party. <laughs> Whoa! Is that because you're bald or? Do Hold them. Oh, oh, yeah, whoa! Because they roll I together. Oh, look at these hands. They roll together in basements. I think it's more of the fighting. I'm, I'm part of the fight club. Yeah. Well, Glazer wants to you walk in a red carpet. No. Stepping yeah. in. Yeah. Yes, do it. Yeah. yeah. Take your shirt off. Oh Where's my singlet? God! Rick Ross is performing at that. Yeah. Is he performing or is he just? Wear a gi or a singlet. Wear a gi or a singlet. Rick Ross is performing there. Please wear a gi. Should I wear my gloves? Yes, yeah, yeah, for to. sure. All right. Oh, my God. That's actually a great idea. So you go to, you just have open invite to all these events, I assume? Uh, I kind of pick and choose. I think there's a Top Golf event that will be making an appearance. That would yeah. be fun. That's going to be a good time. Yeah, they might have uh, some drinks there, maybe. What? Take a couple hacks at it? Take a couple hacks. Yep. That'll be fun. So this literally. Week, this, this week is like, I mean, you asked about the events. Like, there's literally something, like, multiple things every night, and half the conversations are like, you going to this? Like, did you get invited there? Or like, where's this? How far away is it? So, yeah, that's what I don't go to any of them. No, no. we just play pickleball. Yeah, we play pickleball five, six hours. Yep. That's all we do. It's a good time. We do the show. Okay? I tell you, like you're some pickleball. That's a good sport. We're not I'm just brand life. new into it. I only Love had one it. good night actually. Uh, last night didn't play that well. <laughs> no, you guys had wins. a run early last night. Yeah, we did. We, I, I won yeah. like uh, I think probably seven, seven and six last yesterday. Seven and five yesterday. All our losses came to uh, Ty and AJ, and then me and Dirty lost the first game of the night. To AQ and uh, Darius, yep. and that was our only win of the night. So no, 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 no. We we got the last one of the night too. Oh yeah, I forgot you were the king of the court. You play pickleball? It seems like right up your alley. Uh, more of a paddle than a pickleball guy. Um, when it's pickleball season, I play tennis. I mean, I don't play tennis. There's but seasons. It, yeah, we just learned. Yeah. What are well, you talking about? In Arizona, everything's warm. Now, where I live and where you guys live, things oh, are cold. True. When it's cold, what? paddle. When it's warm, pickle. Got more it. Tennis. And you play tennis instead. You right. give me the big court. I'm like a little ping pong player. Or golf, which is more fun, but yes. Hey, golf is a good time. Pickleball is a blast, though. Let's, yeah. let's dive into some news stories that you might have answers to. Andy Reid obviously said Patrick Mahomes isn't 100%, but he's 100% good. Uh, or we have any worries that maybe that thing would get re-dinged? Uh, or what are the yeah. thoughts? He's 100% all the way yeah. back? Nah, I would not say he's 100%. And I mean, like, these are all, you know, he's not 100, but he's not like 50% either. I think he's better than he was last week, but no one's... There's two key injuries here, and no one's hiding it, right? Like, Jalen Hurts has got the shoulder thing, and he's been asked a million times, and he'll be like, it's getting better, which is not like, I'm fine, don't worry about it. It's like, it's a thing, and it's getting better. And then Mahomes' ankle, like, no one's pretending that it's not real. Like, there was, there was a third. Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Well, there was a third-quarter scramble uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago <sighs> where, like, you could see him hobble, and I think that was the time, and I've talked to some people here, like, there was – that was the first moment where they're like, okay, this is not good. And then he kind of got through it and ended up having the biggest scramble of the game to basically get them here. But oh, yeah. they think he's going to be okay, but every time <laughs> right he moves, yeah. it's going to 
Joe was That was a late hit. You can't yep. do it. Yeah. No, can't do that. Can't Penalty. Do it. I mean, the script was crazy that they put that in yeah. there, but you just can't do that, especially uh, against that quarterback no. Come on. in that situation. In Arrowhead. We know that. We understand that. Have you guys got to the bottom of the script writing thing yet? Have you ran it up the ladder? It, yeah. uh, Goodell's talking today. Do you think? Hour and 30 minutes. Not right. even joking. Right. Do you think he gets asked about it? Yes. Yeah. What are you talking about? A thousand percent. Listen, we live, we, har- yep. we live in this world, you know, mm-hmm. this, the rigged conversation, we saw it coming like a freight train from a mile away because every sector of the football Twitter community had people that were beating the drum of it. Okay, so like the fantasy people had it, the right. gombling people had it, the super fan people had it. You kind of could see it brewing. Yeah. And then two third and nines, you know, happened. Then the late hit, then the refs basically putting it into position, and then he starts spotlighting everything else that happened over the games. And it's like, yep, the refs are cooking the games, obviously, so we all lose our money, and the game is much worse. Like, yeah, saw it coming from a mile away, yep. and it came real hard, real fast. Whoa. It was coming all over the place. It was fucking a yep. loose cannon. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> People were sucking it Jane up. Jane Jane Starrator said, I ain't getting any of that come on me, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. I, we, I wasn't sure, but yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the conspiracy, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it was, you know what I mean? It was coming real hard, real strong. <laughs> so I think he will certainly get asked about it here in an hour and a half. But that's what this press conference is for, pretty much. Do you think anything else comes up in that press conference that we need to be prepped for? I mean, it's, I've been, like, trying to think all morning of, like, what are the big, big topics? Well, you've been trying to wake up all morning. We see you. Yeah, well, and i, I got to work out it. So nice. Wow. Grinded, okay. Grinded a little bit. Saw Pelissero in the gym, also grinding. Okay. Robots have to work out? Yeah, was he charging or grinding? Yeah, he does the Peloton. Let yep. me sit on it. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So you can fully plug in. Nice, <laughs> of course. Um, among the topics, the sale of the commanders, because they we okay. sort of had been led to believe or think that it something is coming by March, but the lack of updates has been at least kind of noteworthy to me. Um, and even the people who have been sort of identified as favorites, like Josh Harris, I know someone Bezos. a lot of people talk about. Bezos. I'm not sure Bezos. there are, like, official... Bezos? I don't know. I, Kafka. Just, Kafka. I saw it. I said it Bezos. Kafka. You Kafka. said Kafka. Yeah, yeah Kafka. I should have... Yeah. Uh, I saw him in Mobile. I should have had that conversation. Kafka or Bezos? <laughs> Kafka. If Bezos ain't going to Bama. No. Neither's the no, NFL no. anymore. Five years, we told you. <laughs> right? It's happening. We tried to tell you beforehand. You're like, nah, no, 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 Bill Bars. Love it. It's happening. That thing's coming out of there. Did you hear Bill Belichick cut a promo about the Shrine Bowl? I did, actually. Yeah, he said Tom Brady's fixtures on the wall yeah. there. Like, over 100 Hall of Famers have yeah. played in the Shrine yeah. Bowl. Like, he was. <clears throat> they were. And not only. I mean, yes, he was. Accept, the whole staff was excited. They accept. Because, you know, like, usually you, you're like, all right, you're not very good. You kind of have to do the Senior Bowl. Then you're like, all right, like, I guess we'll go down there. The Patriots volunteered to go to the Senior Bowl. Or to go to the Shrine Bowl. Hell yeah. And Belichick was all in on it. And it's like, it's not inexpensive. You pay for your whole staff to be there. And they were all in. He wanted uh, the next Tom Brady who played there. Mm-hmm. So you think the commander sale will come up in conversation? That, that'll I think come the up. Rig- I think the rigged conversation will come through an officiating question. There, yep. will be, there will be a, is it time for full-time officials question. And I don't know what he's going to say, but I've gotten a feeling that that is some sort of get more serious about officiating conversation oh, yeah. is coming. I think that makes sense. It's been there's been too many moments this year where it's been like right, every year. This year not as many actually, to be honest. I if, felt if you're really? Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell if he really wants to kick the can down the road another year, which I don't know why you would, but this is the NFL. I don't know why I would either. The NFL does things however they want to do it. 
It was definitely not as much of a talking point for us this year as no. it had been in the past. No. This year it was not officiating as much as it was bad offense. Yep. Bad offense was the big conversation. Yep. So he'll get asked about that as well. He'll get asked about, like, maybe what the game is going to do, how he sees the game going forward, everything like that, because the offensive boom was the biggest growth of the game, I think, when it came to fantasy and gambling and everything like that. This year, up until November, I think it was a five-year low for points and first downs and everything. So I think that was Which is actually weird because we probably have more good young quarterbacks than maybe we've ever had. Defense, though. Yeah, I do like defense. No, I think they've got the new... And AJ has a question for you, obviously. But, like, I think that skill, that Lou Anarumo. That's right. Basically laid the game out. He was like, yeah, now we're just kind of playing shell, letting them get their yards. Like, fantasy's happy. You're getting your yards. Tighten up in the red zone. Boom. Once you get down here, though, you're only kicking field goals. And if you miss field goals, you got nothing. So, yep. it's, uh, it's an interesting little game of chess that's happening. I think he'll get asked about it. Go ahead, AJ. Ian, what, uh, the Colts and Cardinals, like, who are they waiting on? Why have they not hired a head coach yet? Um all right, so Cardinals first. They still have to interview uh, someone on today's what? Wednesday, today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, winter Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's it's hard to keep track of like it what is. out here, especially. Yeah, when you're hungover. Yeah. 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 Event. I, feel yeah. Good. I feel pretty good. Where was Rick Ross? He was at Jay Glazer's event. <laughs> was that I guy do not believe I will be making an appearance at Jay Glazer's Whoa. event. Why don't you wear a gi? Why don't you both wear gi? You guys should go together. Didn't get the, bring the gloves. Yeah, you go. got a, you got a plus one though. You can bring. Randy. Oh, uh, yeah. Wanna go? Both of them in geese. Yep. Gee brothers. Only singlet, under, singlet underneath. I do have. I was a wrestler in high school. I do have some singlets in my parents' house. I could get <laughs> <Nice>. them. <laughs> Let's go. What? Still living you with your parents? So? I was at. I was at five hundred my senior what year. What weight class? Uh, one fifty two. Come Dang. on. That, that's what bullshit. do you weigh now? I feel like you're not much heavier yeah, than that. Right. You're Ken? not hopping in a singlet and trying to alpha anybody ever. That is you that's could. what wrestling. I believe that's what it. wrestling is. I believe it. Oh yeah, I was I was intense. I was yeah. not good though. I was not good. You said you're five hundred. That's not yeah. bad. You had to have won at some point. How many like times you, you get pickleball. banned? Huh? I was like you and pickleball. There we go. Right I, mean, I had a good first night um, last night. Though. <laughs> that, that I lost it um, morally. So Cardinals still have an interview. I believe it's Anarumo um, tomorrow, okay. right? And then you know, there's not an. I don't think there's an edict, but generally there are not head coaching announcements. During Super Bowl week. Mm. So we're waiting on the Cardinals. We're waiting on the Colts, obviously. The Colts have so many finalists. And they are in the process of whittling that down. But what I don't think they have done is eliminate anyone. Because usually that's how you kind of learn like where yeah, it's yeah. going. Because guys get eliminated. We have not done that yet. And Ursay said matter of days. JMV said. JMV, local radio host. He's been on for 20 years in Indy. On the station that has a deal with the Colts. I believe he's hosted a, a show with somebody like general manager or coach from the Colts. So, so someone real. In okay. the past. Has been in Indiana a long time. Mm-hmm. He said that Jeff Saturday has been eliminated from the head coaching search. Uh, I do not believe that is the case. JMV's lying. What wow. You don't know John not Michael. The case. I love JMV. To be last name? It looks like Rascal Flatts guy. Oh, that's oh really? My wish guy? <laughs> Yeah, the lead singer for you guys, Gary LeBlanc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's life song. is a highway yep. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Oh yeah. man, that played. A, that God got a lot of play in our household. Yeah, got a cool soul patch. 
He does, and a buttery smooth voice. Oh, yeah, buttery smooth. He knows it forever, too. Yeah. He can waltz on to, my wish for you, and just be at any event forever, and he'll bang every single time. Yep, gorgeous All right, so we don't know what's going to happen with Colts. Nobody's been eliminated. Sweet. Uh, We don't know what's going to happen with Arizona because we don't announce head coaching things during Super Bowls. And, you know, obviously these are owner decisions, right? So Michael Bidwell is... Is this is his it's a big week for him? He's flying planes around with Larry Fitzgerald or Kurt Warner or whoever is, you know he's hosting. I would be very surprised if while the Super Bowl is in his town, he announced a head coaching oh. hire and the attention was there as opposed to here. Oh, so he's flying people in and hosting events every single night? Yeah, I mean he's hosting. Yeah, like, oh. good for him. Oh, hey, I'll send smart. my plane. You want to come to my party? <laughs> sure. Why yeah, not? Yeah. Right. Sounds like a plan. It'd be cool to be an owner. Yeah. Uh, let's talk oh, about some yeah. other news that aren't coaching searches. Derek Carr went down and visited the New Orleans Saints. Right now, it was being reported. Right now, he is in New Orleans. Derek Carr is in the bayou. Right. Hell yeah. Visiting with the New Orleans Saints currently. Now, I believe Tom Pelissero, your guy, reported that terms had to be agreed to with the Raiders when it came to a trade or assets or something like that before a visit was to happen. The Saints are the only team that has agreed to the trade, which is like a third-round pick, allegedly. Now the whole conversation is whether or not Derek Carr would change his contract. My question for you, why would Derek Carr change his contract why would he not rather, if he's not going to get the $40 million guaranteed, why would he rather just go and become a free agent and then be able to negotiate against everybody? There's no way Derek's going to change his contract, right? Good questions. First of all, I do not believe a trade has been agreed to. What my understanding of the situation is, is hmm. he was only going to be allowed to speak or visit, like he's on a visit right now, actually, in New Orleans, um, if a team was willing to give the compensation that it would take to do a trade. So I don't think they're like, all right, we're good. But it's like, all right, I would do this. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're in the ballpark. No, you, they're in the conversation. Yeah, they agreed. Got it. Perhaps sometimes, they, man. They, they, like, I'm just telling you. you I don't have to always no, no, hold on. be an asshole. You know what I mean? No. It's, I'm just telling you guys. I'm, it's not like, all right, I know the pick. Here's what it is. It's like, well, yeah, this is kind of the range, but might the pick change it? Like, let's say he does adjust his contract, right? Let's say he goes to New Orleans and decides, all right, well, I'll actually take this. Maybe the pick is worth something different. Maybe the Raiders go, actually, we could pay this, and then the pick. So, like, I'm not saying it's agreed to, but obviously the Saints are the front runner for Derek Carr. Got like, it. That is real. Um, it is a place that would make a ton of sense for him. And Dennis Allen's there was his head coach in Oakland. So, and the relationship has been good. And they are speaking today. Uh, they've had communication. Like, it's all good. The question, though, is this. Let's say Derek Carr agrees to a trade with the Saints today. He gets his contract. He gets his guaranteed money. If he says, you know what, cool, but I don't want to weaken the team that I'm going to by them giving up a pick. I'm just going to just sign with them in free agency. What if the Saints go, yeah, we're just going to go get someone else or we're going to wait for someone else or or he doesn't get the money that would be available now because the Saints would be willing to pay him more. And they're like, well, if we can't lock you in, we're just going to open it up to everyone. Interesting. So there is an opportunity here to lock in the money and for the Saints to be like, we have a guy. That's why this is kind of there's a push pull on both sides. But they had to have an agreement with the Raiders. Like, if he, if we end up not having to pay the money, you'll be able to give us lower mid. If you do, we'll give you this. Like, they had to have that conversation. Pretty much foregone conclusion. If the Saints and Derek Carr's people are able to figure out the contract, trade will happen. Trade will happen. Yes, that it, I, I think they are in All a right. good place 
and that's why, like, you know, Carr got permission to speak with anyone who'd be, say, willing to do a trade like this. When was that? Recent? Uh, I think it was it was earlier this week. Uh, Yesterday? We already are no, 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 no. this week. It was, I think it was last week. No. Nope. Basically, they were like. Post-Pro Bowl, right? It? Would have to be post-Pro oh, yeah, Bowl. it was post-Pro Bowl. So that's in the last couple of days. Yeah. And Derek Carr's team was able to get right to the <laughs> yeah. Saints. That's quick. Sure. That's but very new news. As far as I know, that is the only team that that has the ability to speak to him, which makes me think that is the only team that, as of right now, would give the pick. Well, Colts don't even have a coach, so True. we can't even Stop get into that whole. Yeah. Yeah. Colts yeah. would make some sense. What's that? Colts would make some sense. I told him yeah. that, too. I said, hey, Indy's a great place. Yeah. 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 You know, I like a great place to raise a family. Old quarterback who's not very but Matt good. Ryan still wants to play. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good follow-up, AJ. He said he has a lot of good ball left in him. Yeah. Hey Q, Derek Carr goes to the Saints. They're good. I think they have to be the front runners in the in the South. They have to be. Yeah, huh. no other team has a quarterback. They have to, no other team has a quarterback. Wow. Carolina is a great what? defense, but I mean New Orleans still has a great defense. They still got Cam Jordan. They still got Davenport. They still got Onyemata. Davis. Yeah. They still Mario. got guys in the secondary, right? Like they yeah, they have I mean, to be the front runner. Huh. They still got Kamara. All of a sudden, the Saints good are a great team. Line. You're saying. It's Michael Thomas. Still it there? makes them a lot better. Is he coming back and playing football? Michael Thomas. That's a good I question. think he'll play football. That's great for us. I do not yeah. know that he will play for okay. the Saints. Yeah, isn't his cap hit massive? Yeah. I mean, now, so, yes. And they could redo the deal, theoretically, if the Saints wanted to keep him. But, obviously, they just did this whole thing with his agent, redid his contract. Seems to pave the way for a release or a trade. Um, wow. But no one has been like, all right, we're definitely moving him. I think, I think the problem with Michael Thomas is he's such a good player that if everything is good in the building, if he's healthy, you want him. Oh, yeah. That is your guy. This but is the be-who-you-can-afford-to-be situation, pal. Yeah. Yeah, yes. you don't just let basic players just miss seasons and <laughs> not do surgeries exactly and then have to get surgeries and do your thing. Only the people who are, you know, have earned it. And Michael Thomas, when he plays football, yeah, is fucking believable yeah. Well, he play football, that would help Derek Carr out a lot. I assume he's wondering those t- uh, particulars as well. Derek Carr, though, just looking for a new home. Yep. That's right. Just That's wants right. to play ball. He's 32 years old, still got it. Why not come to Indianapolis? We don't have a coach. Tone your question for uh, me. Ian, we saw the Twitter reaction. Uh, I'm interested to see what the league reaction was and how much research you had to do on four-day darkness retreats. Isolation retreats. Sorry. Have a little respect. Sorry, uh, I, thought, I will say this. You guys are obviously very good journalists, all of you. That was some amazing journalism. Thank you. Because you could have just kind of – I mean, your question was a good one. Which one? Diaper. Di- diaper. 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 Yeah. Still, is it, are you taking dark showers? Is he taking dark <laughs> yes. dumps? Yes. Is he, showers aren't happening. What are we wearing? There's yeah, no showers. showers. No, no, shower. no, no. No showers, but just a toilet. Just Did you look toilet? up what he's in? No. I looked up what he's in. 120-square-foot cabin? Nope. Is this like J.J. Oh, Watt's cabin? On, 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 what is like, it? It, it, we thought it was like a cabin in the woods, and it was like a 16,000-square-foot mansion. No, but that is what J.J. Watt had, yeah. <laughs> this guy lives in a log cabin in Wisconsin. <laughs> I love and then he starts story. showcasing clips. It's like, <laughs> pretty oh, nice. oh, my God, this guy lives in a, lo- awesome. a, a wood log. castle yeah. 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 in Wisconsin. Yeah. J.J. Watt badass, though. It's well, not what did you find out? So I don't know if he's going to the exact spots that I was Googling, but it's like a cement teepee. That he's in. Oh, that's there's not even. You can, I know you can't even have like a pinpoint of light come through. And bro, there's there's like a rolling rock, like when oh, Jesus so he, came Jesus. out of the cave. Oh, so he is locked in. Locked in, yeah. That, yeah. From what I looked up, it, it, he wasn't describing that in the internet. Who knows what the internet? I does. told you about the cave darknesses. They're last not going to let him out though either. That, that's the thing. He thinks like it's an open door <laughs> policy. It is not. Like you're not paying that much. Everybody wants to leave after yeah. a day. Yeah. I would assume that's just natural. Ah, yeah. What yeah. did I sign up for? Right. Yeah. Get me out of here. Yeah, you're not allowed to leave, dude. 
the, excuse me. This will be like that. You guys seen Yellowstone? Yeah, yeah. Like I, that's kind of what I imagine. Where he's out in the desert and he's hallucinates, takes whatever. I'm just scared for the guy in there because of how I would operate in there. Yeah, and that's me projecting my weakness, I guess, <laughs> which is a part of the problem. A lot of people not happy with him doing this no. on the internet, though. <laughs> Have you got any responses from league circles though to Tony Diggs's uh, question? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think people sort of roll their eyes, but like. Uh, Rodgers is not normal. Guys anyway. trying to take care of his mental health. Yeah. Be, be curious. Also, it doesn't affect us at all. What the hell? Hey, we're allowed to judge him. Hold yeah. on. I don't even be know. curious, not judgmental. Remember? That's exactly yeah. right. He's their MVP. That's it. Also, who cares? Go spend, yeah. live in darkness. Do your th- like it's. I, 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 I think I hope the world has become less judgmental. Yeah, a little bit more of this. A little bit more of this. Yeah, that's peace. Love, love. This is love. love. You that's your wife. problem. That's your problem. You did not. This is I love you. You were a problem. You're a dipshit. You know. Is that peace? Peace is this. Wait, there you go. Is he doing any drugs in there? Shock him. No, it's hook him. Well, that's also hook him. There's a lot of things that probably just got said about you throwing that bad boy out. Yeah, I mean, geez. What happened? Deep conspiracies. We're in a. So, I mean, I think. I think you're an NFL insider. Stars and circles. I think everybody. I think everyone kind of rolled their eyes, but Rodgers is different, and that's okay. Like, yeah. He's always been, like, he openly talked about hallucinogenic drugs, and everyone's like, meh. Plants. And if no, any, not drugs, yes, plants. Fucking plant, plant, plant. Words Aren't are they spelled. all plants? Boom. No. They're no. all plants. They are no. not. Son of a Fentanyl bitch. is not. Yeah. Think yeah. Weed is a plant. Is a plant and weed you ever see how Coke's made it? Yeah, yeah, yeah weed is a plant. Exactly. Plant, Bingo. Right. You're doing plant. it right. No. Anyway. No. Crack's a plant. Meth is not. Crack Crack's not a plant. Uh, gasoline. No, it fuck. It's a seed. Yeah, right? a poppy seed, right? They eventually yeah, become. I mean, at some opium. point, there's something that comes from. Yeah, heroin's a plant. I do not know enough Sumies. Kid's got his voice back. Yeah, yeah finally. <laughs> fuck. Uh, uh, so, yes, I would say everyone was kind of like, eh. Um, I don't. I thought Who's it was still inter- in? How's that end up? It was getting, interesting. Are they trading for you? T- you broke news last week yeah. without yeah. even knowing it. You just let some inside information slip out of your mouth, and then you did the. It's already out there, right? Right. I think it's already right. been out I still there. don't think it's a big deal. Aaron Rodgers is and will always be himself. He will always be great. He will always be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He yeah. will always be quarterbacks run the show, and you know that, right? Yeah. Always. We all know what Aaron Rodgers wants to do is what will probably happen. So if he goes to the Packers and goes, I've you know, emerged from the darkness, yep. and I Hell see yeah. uh, yes. you know a future for me at Lambeau. I believe they will go. Let's go. Let's load up. And okay. We'll go, and we'll make contract decisions. stays the same, or do you change, rework uh, it? What with, do you do with Green Bay? I think it would stay the same. Yeah. If he goes somewhere else, I don't think he would give up any of the guaranteed money. But you could figure out ways to make the cap hit less to make it manageable. You could kick add another can. year. Kick the can. Kick the, but like, Cash if, over cap. Right. But like if you're – Which you won't report. Let's say you're a team. <laughs> Never. Let's yeah. say you're a team that wants to acquire Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and you're going all in. Like, okay, push it down. Like you'll end up like the Bucks, who have a really difficult cap situation this year because Brady's not there. But you get Aaron Rodgers, and, yeah. and that's Super okay. Bowl, that's what you get. Yeah, if you want a Super Bowl, you want a Super Bowl, yeah, just like the Bucks were able to do, there just like the Rams, the Rams were able to do. Right. They're in the middle of full rebuild. That's exactly right. Uh, I have a question for you. Go ahead. Jimmy G and uh, Shanahan, when they start hating each other, and why didn't you tell us about this? Because yeah. this would change maybe how yep. we view everything. Yeah. They, well, I don't think they hate each other. Oh, but, okay. Dislike well, each what's other. The yeah, there's some, what's the issue? Well, I think we all know from outside looking in what yeah. it could be if you're Jimmy G. Too handsome? Too handsome, yeah. yeah Shanahan. jealous of him? Me and AJ are on the same page. Yeah. I mean, That's I'm sure fantastic. Jimmy G thinks that at some point. Maybe Shanahan's jealous of how fucking ridiculously handsome I mean, it I must am. be hard to every day you're like, 
Jimmy G. And everyone knows, like, you're you are handsome. Yeah, yeah very handsome. Yeah, Stuff. I told Jesse Palmer that, but I, 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 that's not what I'm <laughs> talking about. Man. I'm talking about whenever he was practicing on a different field, whenever they felt obligated to go up to number three overall to draft somebody yeah. to replace him. Yep. Like, all the things that potentially Aaron Jordan Love, everybody's talking about, yep. happened with the Niners, and then, oh, we're fucked. We need Jimmy G back all of a sudden. He plays great football. I thought it was like bygones be bygones. Jimmy was handling this better than any human in history because yeah. any of us who have a soul, emotions, egos, pride, anything at all, yeah. which every professional professional right. football player has, would be very tough to get through it. Was that just something that they both just kind of squashed and got through? Yeah. Did we know that that was taking place while it was happening, or did they handle it so well we couldn't have expected that natural humans probably going to have a little bitterness towards each other because of what took place? I mean, they handled it incredibly well, and I still cannot believe, like you were saying, like he's practicing on the rehab field, and we're all kind of watching him like – throw with and the real teams over there and like weird it was all weird it was and like where like media would kind of walk by and just kind of like nod and he was getting blamed well you didn't ruin your shoulder we would have been able to trade you like it was like that narrative was was, being tossed out there on the other hand they drafted his replacement and anointed him before he did anything wrong and so like i don't know that he i don't know that he doesn't like them but it is time to move on and i think for them it's like you have Trey Lance, who we don't know what he is. We have Brock Purdy. Doing full and, surgery, right? Uh, surgery, yes. Um, thinking going into surgery is six months. If it is not six months, then you have to say, like, what other? That's a quick recovery. How do you yeah. Tommy Is John? he having yeah. Tommy John? It's not Tommy John, okay. though. There, oh, there's, wow. like, so different. It's not full surgery. It is a full surgery to repair the torn UCL, but it's not. Replacing. Is it like Ben's surgery? That they don't have to take another ligament from somewhere else and put it in. Right, and there are different ways to do it. Like now, they have a thing where you, this is like not my area, but you can put an you internal do a brace. We're cadaver too. You could put an internal brace what? in there on the new Boom. UCL and quicken the recovery, wow. which pitchers do and other quarterbacks have done. Um, so you could do that, and you know, so basically it would be three months you can throw, three months, and then the next three months you're good. If that's the case, I believe they're good. They stick with Purdy, and that's just the end. Jimmy goes. Oh, one so they're doing the, the expedited one. Yes. That's smart, I think, because we have no idea what Purdy's career is. Has it happened yet? Yeah. It has not happened yet. When, where, where are they waiting for? Yeah. I don't know. Do sometimes. Yeah, what? Second well, no, sometimes. Yeah, like LASIK where it has to Swelling's recover. Swelling's got to go down sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or do. prehab where, like, you strengthen everything strengthen else. Strengthen it yeah. kind of around so, like, you know, I think that's what's Rehab going. sucks, dude. He's going to have to teach I've his arm to be an arm again. Yeah. Brutal. Congrats to Brock Purdy getting that surgery. Hopefully it goes well. Come on, Brock. Good, Good luck, Brock. Brock. Good luck to Derek Carr down in New Orleans today. Hope all all parties are happy with what they got. Connor has a question for you, Rep. Yeah, just to follow up with Jimmy G. Do teams have him as their number one target in the offseason? Like, are the Raiders and the Jets, are they, you know, after Rodgers, is Jimmy G the next guy? I mean, I think <laughs> probably Carr goes first just timing-wise, because I think that'll... If he's free before everyone else, my guess is he'll be signed before free agency. Like That's an amazing advantage. Um, Jimmy G has thought people like Jimmy G. They think very highly of him. It'll be somewhat expensive. You know, you're probably looking at 30, 25, 30. So, like, a real contract. So, if you sign him, you're like, this is our starter for two or three years, maybe. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, well, we... He is the, don't, don't worry. That's not real. <laughs> That's real. Phil Rivers was our quarterback yeah, for a while. Uh-huh. Carson Wentz was he our quarterback was for a while. No, Matt Ryan was our quarterback for a while. <laughs> I mean, that, that's not real life. I, I understand Jacoby what you're saying. Jacoby had a moment. Yeah. Matt Ryan's still your quarterback, though. Jacoby's yeah. a dog. Uh, 
We'll figure that out when a new coach comes in. Gus Bradley, he don't fucking he interview anywhere. Hmm? What's that all about? Normal? What's that? Everybody feel good about that? Gus Bradley not being allowed to interview anywhere? I mean, same thing for Vance Joseph in Arizona. Like it's Yeah, and someone saw him earlier, I think, and I don't know if Vance is too happy about the situation. What happened? Well, I don't know. What? I forget who saw him getting coffee, but I, I believe Vance was not too you know, pleased about being able to go talk to people. Oh, yeah? Somebody saw him getting coffee? Is this yeah, source? I think so. No, here? I don't know. Right I here? just read this. This is a report on the Internet I saw. Wow. He was pissed right. off. You got a cramp? You didn't play much pickleball last night? Yeah, you stomach. Seen... I didn't drink enough water yesterday. Uh, uh, sure, sure. Aren't you an athlete? <laughs> I was an athlete. You have a better wrestling record than him in high school if you were 500. Yeah, I was bad wrestler. Great basketball player. Bad wrestler. <laughs> I went back to basketball. I tried wrestling because they said wrestling was the thing to do for linemen. Yeah. <laughs> I won my first match, and then I sucked in singlets as I got pinned for fucking 18 straight matches. <laughs> this wrestling. isn't for me. Yeah, of all the things in life, loot, getting pinned on the wrestling mat has to be one of the How worst. about just whiffing Zero. completely on a breaking news? Has that ever happened? Yeah, that's got to yeah. stink. Like, what, what happened with Schultz in us? Like, oh, that was baby. a scene. What happened with Schultz? Is that something that, like, hardens you? Is that Schultz? He was out there. Schultz is here today. Little Latte's right here? There. I yeah. did not know if that. If you say his name three times, he was right there for <laughs> he real. Appeared. Actually, Five seconds ago, he's right Little there. Latte. <laughs> Little Latte. What if he just fucking turned it Fifteen seconds ago, he was right there. Is that something that hardens you, though, as an insider? Like, he's going to have to take that moment, swallow it, learn from it, I mean, and move it forward. It happens to all of us in varying forms and, and fashion. When was the last time you got something completely wrong you felt terrible? And do you ever feel terrible? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good follow-up. Thank you. Feelings. Great follow-up. Thank I have you. feelings. Um, what? You've heard, my, you've heard my story on this, right? The Antonio Brown Bills trade? No. So, yes. I love this. I'm, I'm happy we're remembering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is a this great is memory. Good. This I'm, is a great Because now every time I ask him a question about either the Bills or anything, no, this is going to be. Oh, you remember? Yeah, you you put somebody on the team. It wasn't. Tell us about AB. Um, so. James Harrison? Four. I remember it well. Four, uh, four off seasons ago. Yep. Uh, I get a tip that Antonio Brown is in the process of being traded to the Bills. And. You know, it's free agency and everyone's antsy and anxious. And this is the whole offseason was like, where's he going to? The whole offseason was like, where's he going to go? Latte. And, Little latte. <laughs> Sorry, nice. Ian. Knew no, it. it's all good. Knew it. It's all good. Um, the whole offseason <laughs> was, like, was, was like, where's he going to be traded? And so I get the tip that a trade is going down. It's not done, but they are deep in talks. And as long as he gets a new contract and gets the extension he wants, he's going to go to the Bills. So I break that he is close to a deal with the Bills. I add an exclamatory phrase, uh, you know, like, here we go, there it is, something like Fuck that. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, basically. Wait, really? And Oh, that was weird you saying that word. That's yeah, that was the first time. That was an adult you're a little, co- you're a little comfortable. This is an it's I like when Buddy the, the Elf tried He's something. in the nest. Yep. Yeah, go, um, anyway, and so, I repo- <laughs> and so I reported it. And it was 11.30 at night. I did a bunch of TV. We went, you know... Breaking news on TV, whatever. No big deal. And then I went to bed. And over the course of me going to bed, so that was like 11.45, and no one confirmed, right? I was extremely comfortable with my source, and I still am, person who knew and was very much involved. And then the deal broke down at 3.30 because he didn't get a contract extension. And so I woke up with 50 texts. Uh oh! Um, Son of a bitch! And it was not good. And I was like, "Okay, this is really bad." And then the Bills put out a statement and were like, "We had conversations about Antonio Brown. 
we are not going to trade for him or whatever it was. We will move forward. And it was not a good feeling. Um, and if I, it, it literally changed the way I reported forever. This doesn't sound like that's that big of a deal. Yeah, this uh, isn't a big deal it was, at all. I mean, in it your was life, it was so, a big deal. Yeah, I did. And I did. I did a, like a forty-minute interview with Deadspin. I did radio interviews. I faced the music. Oh, say, really? Fell, but it just it fell apart though. When you went to bed, it was good. But it didn't matter because I woke up and everyone was deny, deny, deny. You're wrong. You're wrong. And fans don't. Yeah. They don't care no. about. Who cares? No, no, no. So it you was, were in the kitchen there a little bit. Steelers fans weren't happy with you. I remember. But the Bills Nobody, acknowledged it, right? The Bills yeah. acknowledged. So. But it didn't matter because okay. it was still, and everybody was mad, and like, but it changed the way I reported because now. Before you're going to put something out like that, it's like you got to hit all sides. You got to make sure everyone, like, if I'm going to stay close to a deal, like, this deal better be happening. Yeah. Instead of, like, hurrying it out. That. What yeah. I should have done, what I should have done then was reach out to the Bills, who did not answer my calls at the time, but I wish they would have, and say, hey, I got this. Like, bean. here's what's going to happen. Is that Bean? So, it was midnight. Did AB yeah. send you a text of like his summer sausage and say like "Gotcha"? <laughs> no, he posted on Instagram. <laughs> Who's the was, dick now? Yeah. And it was yeah. something like uh, he posted on Instagram Stop playing something fake like news. fake or something. historical. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He dunked on you. Shit. You, run, you. Do you, you run, run the his Twitter now. You are the reason for this. And then his foot got. You frozen. gave ABCD. Son oh, of a bitch. No. I don't think we're supposed to be laughing about that. No, no, well, no. He he made it. Well, we can now because ninety-some percent, right? Or something. <laughs> yeah, ninety-five percent of people have seen it, so you could you could laugh about it. And he said oh. James Harrison did, and they were on the same team. We yeah. all hope that it gets figured out. We Honestly, <laughs> we all hope it gets figured out. Um, I I read that and did not compute all that. Good picture, funny. bingo. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's an internet conversation right now happening yeah. very loudly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. And what he's up uh, another one uh, quickly before we let you go, and we appreciate you doing this. Uh, James, no, it was fun to go down memory lane and talk about that topic. It's great. No, uh, well, I think it's a good thing. Like that sounded like when somebody says, "What are your weaknesses?" And you're like, "I work too hard." Care too no, much. Yeah, that's kind of like much. your no, biggest. That your was biggest bad. Well, oh, I had no, a report. So so if that's bad, bad though, that's not too much. Yeah, that's all right. That's nobody. I don't think any of us remember. That's because of how good you are. That's right. right. And how professional you've been. Speaking of professional, did you see J.J. Watt on Dan Patrick this morning? What? When he was asked about Kyler? Man. He did great. Oh, someone texted. That, was it today or yesterday? Today. I, I believe it was today. And he kind of danced around it. They I did. didn't get to see it, but I heard it was. Here's the video right here from the Dan Patrick. So, J.J. Watt getting asked the tough questions early in the morning, if you listen to the way J.J. describes it, on the legendary Dan Patrick show today. I'm trying to figure out Kyler Murray. He was great in high school, great in college, but I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm trying to be fair to him. I just I think it's too much. I think that I don't think he's um, I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think he's a great talent. What what makes you say that? Well, the great talent I can see that, but is he a great leader? I don't. I mean, maybe it's asking somebody that age to do something, and that's not fair to him. Um, I don't know. I just get it. I, I, I don't know where his trajectory is. I'm trying to be. It feels like Jalen Hurts has a better sense of who Jalen Hurts is than Kyler Murray does. This is some deep, deep stuff. This is, this is, I was not prepared for the deep level of questioning this morning. Yeah, I normally I don't get that deep. No, you know? I was not ready to go into the psychological aspects of players that are not myself. Um, but you're there on the team. You yeah, see it. Absolutely. I don't know if you mentor, if he listens to anybody, but I don't know. It's just a weird feeling. He's a wonderful talent. I remember when he was in high school. He could do everything. Sometimes when yeah. it's too easy, then, you know, are you really developing, putting in the time? But how easy was it at Oklahoma? 
uh, in that offense. In, in that offense, it was pretty easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy. This, oh, I guess, yeah, it was. Yeah, Baker I, Mayfield. Yeah. It was easy for him too. Could I do it? What? Do you think I could do it? Think uh, Lincoln Riley could make me a, a Heisman tight winner? You think he make me a Heisman winning quarterback? No, but don't change the subject. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. You could be the tight end there. I'll make you a tight end there. I was a tight end once, Dan. There's oh, a I reason I'm that. defensive end I now. I know that. Do you? Yes. You, right. Yes. Right. Yeah, Central Antonio. You want to talk about Antonio Brown instead of Kyler Murray? Yeah. I mean, uh, he does. The too. day that we came yep. into Central Michigan, uh, the freshmen all showed up on the same day, and we went to the indoor facility to run. Um, we went to run by ourselves, I like, guess, a freshman group, um, which pretty incredible freshman group. We have myself, Antonio Brown, and Nick Ballore, uh, who's still in the league with the Seahawks. Um, and we went to run, and Antonio was dusting the floor with every single one of us. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen, and all the rest of us just kind of looked at each other like, he's not even here. Like, this guy's on a different planet. Um, but he, he was an unbelievable talent. Um, and uh, turned out to be a great player. And, um, he has a crazy, he has a fascinating backstory, and it was definitely interesting getting to know him. And uh, he, he was a hell of a player to watch. I'll let you off the hook. You don't have to answer Kyler Murray. All right. So what do you hear there? What did you hear there from J.J. Watt as we wrap this Dan. beautiful thing up? Incredible. Yeah, that's why Dan Patrick is Dan like, Patrick. Yeah. I see you're changing the side. Oh, gee, of the game. He's putting yeah. a little heat on that's there good. psychologically. Do you think he's a guy? Do you think he's not a guy? Is there people questioning that? And J.J., I don't think he said anything no. to say he wasn't a guy or nope. that he was a guy. Just was like, why am I? I'm retired. You see my hair right now? Yeah. i got a family. <laughs> I'm doing my thing. I, I mean, want- it's going to be interesting to see if he gets into TV, which I would assume he'll either do yeah. that or become like a superhero or something. Sure. Um, Both. It's going to have to be. She's going to have to answer that stuff. Kyler, though, the coach, whatever coach gets hired is in on Kyler, has to be in on Kyler, and that's not uh, like the focal point of the conversation, you think, on who they're hiring? Um, I think it is. I mean, but then, you know, I, don't, I do not believe Jay- what I know now. Well, well, rap sheet, I don't know. Maybe. Wait, hi. Wait, 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 wait. That's what you sound like. Well, you got to be in on Kyler, but then also. Yeah, well, maybe you don't. We appreciate you, Rob. Um, I will say this. I do not think Kyle is ready to start the season, and I don't know when he is going to be ready. My guess is midseason. Ooh, so if Jesus. you're taking the job. That's breaking news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've said that before. When did he if have you, surgery? It's out. Uh, late December, right? Oh, I mean, okay. yeah. it's, it's – and, like, yeah. it was meniscus. Meniscus had to get sewed and then sewn. Sure. sure. Either one. Yeah. Um, and the ACL, too. Like, that's a complex, complicated surgery. That so is. if you're a coach taking this job, yes, you'd be all in on Kyler Murray, but you also have to know, like, you're going to mm. have to have a quarterback for half What a season. tough job. We appreciate you so much for joining us all year. You've been amazing this year, Ian. A lot of, well, yeah, well I don't know, boys. What do you think? But at least you give us some <laughs> info, and we appreciate the hell out of it. And the vibes are immaculate. You crush it on Tailgate Takedown. The Insiders was an incredible podcast so this so year. Sick. We listened to it every single time it came yeah, out on a fast sure. network. <laughs> and everything you do on NFL Network is amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian, wrap up. Baby, on. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ian. Appreciate you, buddy. Hi, right, baby, Ian. We get a chance to bring in a man who's an absolute stallion on the football field. His name is synonymous with bullying people, and that's what he does with the ball in his hand. What? Ladies and gentlemen, here for Wells Fargo, the slant god from the San Francisco 49ers, Debo Samuel.
Hey, settle up, bro. How's the day going? You selling the shit out of some Wells Fargo right now? <laughs> nah, what you drinking? Just a little green tea. That's it. What? Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Oh, nothing. Just you chill. starting your day a little good? A little, yeah, uh, a little celebration? Sure. All right, so what are you doing with Wells Fargo? So, um, kind of go back to uh, the food. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the price of food is dropping right now. And, you know, uh, Super Bowl time, big parties, you know. So, I'm a big wing guy. I'm sure you're a big Ooh, wing love guy. Wings. Yeah. 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 Wings yeah. 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 Love wings. Delicious wings last night. So, for sure, man, be sure to go get some wings. Um, the price of food is dropping. I mean, that's what we're here for. Hell yeah, Debo. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you doing that. Let's talk about the season. Obviously, we thought you guys were potentially going to be in the Super Bowl with how the year went. Uh, it ends in devastating fashion with no quarterbacks. You're sick of answering questions about that already yeah. because of how great the year was? Yeah. Yeah, it fucking sucks that that's how it ended. Yeah. Bullshit. I mean, it does. It sucks completely. Out of nowhere. Were you thinking about maybe running quarterback at all during the uh, second half of the game? I mean, game? we thought about we thought about Wildcat, you know. Um, Real Like actual conversation. I think at some point you have to have that we talk, did. right? We, did. we talked about uh, Wildcat. Um, but I don't think people know how hard it is to call a play in the huddle without a quarterback. Even if it's on a wristband, like the verbiage, the like – Everything goes into calling the play, if that makes sense. That's why Purdy came back in the game, just to hand the ball off. And it was being reported. Did you guys know that it was completely torn? Because it was being reported as a nerve damage on TV. It was yep, like he yep. had nerve oh, yeah. damage in his arm. So with nerves, it could come back. It could not come back. Did you guys know that he had no shot of fucking throwing a ball? I mean, we was um, we standing on the sideline watching him. Try I mean, he was throwing it, but it was like dying. Uh, like he would throw it and it just like dies. I'm like, yeah, something ain't right. Well, yeah. obviously, the NFC Championship is an incredible feat that you guys accomplished. Nowhere near what your goal was. Let's talk about the entire year. Bring in Christian McCaffrey. Then you're out for a little bit. Then whenever you come back in, you're running the ball out of the backfield. Christian's running the ball out of the backfield. Elijah's running the ball out of the backfield. You got fucking Trent Williams coming across on a counter tray, fucking blowing people up. What is it about that offense, and what do you think is more to explore in that offense with Kyle Shannon with how many weapons you have and the type of weapons you have? Man, it's just, it's just crazy. Um, if you just look at our huddle, you just like how? Yeah. Like how yeah. do you like how do you stop these fuckers? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so like Kyle get real, real creative when he has since I've been there with the guys that we've had and just adding him to it, he's just gonna get the playbook is just gonna get about this big and it was already this big. It's already hard as this. <laughs> but uh it's just it's just it's just crazy uh when we got him and then um you know, uh, kind of going back to starting with Trey and then Trey go down and Jimmy go down. And we like, like, what is going on? Then Brock come in. We went 12 straight. He go down. All right. Then here come Josh. Zek. He go down. I'm like, yeah, what is the deal? It's, <laughs> it's got to be hard to stay positive. Yeah. It's got to be hard to stay positive because you're talking about all the weapons you have. Whoever's quarterback next is going to have to catch back up again with everything you guys have. What's the, do you guys just have to be like, uh, next man up? How do you block that out, out any negativity that you could easily fall into numerous different times throughout this season? I mean, that's just how, that's just, that's just how you got to be in this league. Um, I've been in this league for four years. I've seen a lot. Um, I've seen a lot of people get disappeared. I mean, seeing a lot of new guys come in and it's just, it's just it's just crazy. Like, when they say this is, like, a business, this is a legit, oh, yeah. like, business, like, cutthroat. If you don't do what you're supposed to do, when you're supposed to do it, however you're supposed to do it, you're, you're gone. You're a piece of gum. Your yeah. flavor will run out, and there will be another packet for them yeah. to find uh -huh. another piece of gum. AJ has a question for you, Debo. Yeah, your head coach, Kyle Shanahan, intrigues me. Like, what does he do, you think, that, like, separates him from other coaches? Because you guys, I've heard people say, like, you want to give the illusion of, 
complexity. Like, hey, we, we show all these different looks, but it might be the same play. We're just moving guys around. Obviously a testament to you guys. Like, you guys have to learn so many positions, I feel like. But what does Kyle do, I guess, early on to set the tone? Like, hey, you got to do everything here, guys. Like, everything's on the table, it feels like. I mean, everything's on the table every week. Because um, come playoff time, you want to be the number one seed and you want to have the bye. You want to have the next couple home games. So, I mean, kind of reflecting on what you're saying and, like, what makes Kyle so special, we have a million and one formations. Mm -hmm. But the same plays is being ran. You just got to know you don't, spot, you, right, like, where you're at in that, during that particular play. Like, when you, like, I don't, like, I don't think people can, like, scheme us up because you no. will never know. No chance. I can go in the backfield and we can nah, play. No, Trent was tipping plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Trent was tipping plays with a pass yeah. run. Bullshit. That was the internet. Trent was tipping them. Trent's getting the same stance every time. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter what his stance look like. You can't do nothing about yeah, it. Absolutely. So kind of like, yeah, like it, it's, it's just crazy. Like for you to try to scheme us up is, is crazy. I can go in the backfield and we can play action pass and throw the 20-yard overall that we love to throw. Like, you, yeah. you just never know. You can put Christian awesome. on an in-breaking route, like, which you don't see just happen. And, yeah. I mean, it's the 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 officer guru that, that, that Kyle is, is, is just crazy. Like, coming into the league and just seeing and hearing how he talk. And Does he live he, for that? It feels like he lives to, like, he wakes up in the middle of the night and he's drawing up plays he thought of in his head or something. Does I don't, even think, like he, I don't like even think he's drawing it up. He's just putting it on the paper. Really? It's already like once Kyle think about something, it's already there. And he's just going to be like, all right, guys, this, this is what I just thought about. All right, let's go out here. Jeez. Boom, 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 boom. Jeez. Yeah, but then you guys got to execute all that shit. Yeah, I mean, that's what we hear with professionals. High football IQ, not yeah. everybody, though, Debo. That ain't a real thing. If that, you if you ain't smart, you can't play for Kyle. Yeah. Which all the teams that seemingly end up in the end yep. playing yeah. are all sophisticated offenses yeah. with a lot of responsibility on all parts. AQ, we broke down your run game all year and in the trenches. Fun to watch you guys all get so damn physical. Yeah, when I played for the Cardinals, I used to hate watching you score touchdowns across the sideline. But now that I'm on the other side and I'm breaking it down, love watch, watching what you guys do. My question is, all the stuff you've done on the receiving side, right, when you move into the backfield – do you enjoy running between the tackles? Do you enjoy doing that stuff? I love I, it. You do? I love it. Everything that was a big about, part was of the a, contract, was a, wasn't it? I was, a, I was a running back before I was a receiver. Okay. So I, I, I've been there. I've, I've, I've done it really all my life until, what, second year of college, and I started playing wide out a good bit. I love it. Oh, I have a question. Because your contract was being talked about by us oh, and yeah. a lot of people whenever it was up. And it was, Debo doesn't want to run the ball anymore. <laughs> if Debo. <laughs> you, you, you put that narrative out there? No. No, no, no. I was out there. Hold on. I was out there. Hey, go yeah. check the tape. Go check the tape. I was on <laughs> yeah. the other side. Yeah. I was on the other side. I was, I was actually like, I'm sure if they were to pay Debo wide receiver and running back money, he would not mind having some runs out of the backfield. Was that ever a part of the negotiation? Yeah. That was just all kind of fodder yeah. that was out there? Uh, everything that was out there was just fodder. Mm. You try to stay away from it? I mean, I really didn't pay it no mind. I mean, everybody got something to say, like I just mentioned. I could take two steps off the stage. They'd be like, Debo walking funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to do that because you're fucking Debo Samuel. Hey, congrats. Such a quick time. Because, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Street. that's pretty good. Not a lot of people get that you know? in like four years. That isn't something that happens. Tony has a question for you. Do you guys know that uh, you guys coming out of the locker room with, with the boom box is the coolest thing in the NFL going? And you try to see everybody try to copy our trend now? No. No, no, no. There's, hey, listen, nobody can copy it. Copycat no, 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 no. They sure try. Thing. Copycat League. When did it start? That just started happening in practice? You 2019. Who's controlled the music? That guy that we see with the yeah, sunglasses? He, he controlled the music. But he's we the picked one? the song. Okay, that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. So he's not the DJ. Nah. He, he, he's the DJ. His name is DJ Craig, but he's not the DJ on game day. Who picked song? You? Trent. Me and Trent. Mm -hmm. What is it, a little meeting of the minds? Do we take requests? So 
early on, you know, you got the you got the song you want to ride out to. Dude, uh, think about being the other team. Like, just think. Have you thought about this yet? Like, we pick a song, and long as we win, and the songs stay the same. But once Dude. we lose. Once we lose. Think about the other team. Have you thought about them at all? That you, should be yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I came and watched you guys uh, play against the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle on Thursday night. And I was watching your tunnel versus the other team's tunnel. I'm like, jeez, look at that fucking team. It's every single game. Is the mindset every game always the same? You guys are just excited? Always yeah? the same. Even at No practice. nerves. No anxiety. Nah, none. Zero. Not in your team. None. Get Zero. out. Yeah. Can't have it. If you're nervous, you don't, you're in the wrong spot. If you ain't ready to play, this way you, this way you, you know. Do you feel pressure to be like the toughest fucking guy on earth with the name Debo or no? Nah, not at all. <laughs> Just no comes pressure. naturally with it. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. What's the off season? What do we do in the off season? What are the hobbies? Um, about to take my girl on a trip. Congrats. Uh, Where week. are we going? Uh, oh, I got a spot. It's a darkness retreat. Dark, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Four days. Retreat. Four days to be fun. She wanna, she wanna go to Cabo, so we're going to Cabo. Nice. Um, probably take the guy somewhere and then get back in the lab. You, will you work out when you're in Cabo, or you take a no chance. let the body chill? <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling. How's the body feel this year? Great. Besides he, what happened in Tampa, which was the biggest scare of my Yeah, so what career. happened? You were out a few weeks there, right, if I do recall? I had a, a, a grade 2 MCL sprain and an ankle sprain. Felt like it was? Done. Damn. But uh, remembering, remembering that, like, at the moment, like, I've never been, like, in a position like that in my career of playing football and it was a point where like my knee was really really hurting real bad and then when the trainers came out there i think it was just all in my head they did the, the knee examination oh, the test thing yeah and i was and they was like yeah your knee is fine i was like all right i'm about to get up so i got up and my ankle was like oh, well, we tested the wrong body i'm like yo my ankle and i'm feeling right and then i was just like it right. was like it's not your knee i was like all right i'll be all right sooner or later I mean, I guess. Happy yeah. to have you back. As soon as you came back, I think the first game you had like a 60-yard, put it in a six-gear, pull away from everybody. <laughs> okay. It was an unbelievable thing. And this is like a corny question, but a real thing. With how the season ended, I assume this is just another chip on the shoulder for the group that you have there? Because everybody's coming back pretty much, right? We're going to try to get everybody back, you know? But I think everybody's kind of locked down, yeah. aren't they? Let's go. Hey, let's, let's go. It. Why not? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Hey, why not? I saw George out at the Pro Bowl. Saw Christian out at the Pro Bowl. Didn't, right. it, it ended the wrong way. Yeah. It wasn't right. It wasn't right. We it all watched. It right for you. Did not. No. Eagles not defense me. or Eagles offense uh, stoppable, you think, by the uh, Chiefs defense? And do you think the Eagles defense is penetrable for Patrick Mahomes and the boys? Um, I think it would be a good game. Everybody just thinks the Eagles are going to fuck Yeah. Yeah. Do you sure know that? That's how everybody's talking. <laughs> All right, we appreciate you, man. <laughs> Thank you so much. Good luck this offseason. Enjoy appreciate Cabo. You, uh, shout out to Wells Fargo and shout out to you and the Niners, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Debo Samuel. Hey, Debo! 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 Appreciate you, dude. Have a good one. Thanks, man. You're going to jack our ball, Debo? Appreciate it. <laughs> Name's Debo. I mean, that's the way yeah, it's going to go. Yeah, got it. Appreciate hey, it. Thank you, man. man. Roger Goodell gave us that ball. Yeah, got to go back to Roger. Roger. You going to the press conference? You can take it if you want. You're fucking Debo Samuel, dude. You can have it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, dude. Do yeah, it. Let's do it, bro. That jumpsuit is awesome. That's yeah. a nice little Jordan jumpsuit. You're yeah. right. Down to the shoes. It's a great look. Good picture, boys. Yep. Nice. Great. Have fun in Cabo. Yeah. All right, enjoy your offseason. Rip it up. Joining us now is a former world champion.
a man who is obviously in an elimination chamber coming up trying to become the United States champion. Hell yeah. Eyes on WrestleMania. I don't know if he has an opponent. I do not believe that's the case. Ladies and gentlemen, an Iowa fuck, a superstar, Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah! yeah! We're playing your music right now. Oh, oh. What? What? Oh. what? <laughs> yeah, it is. Woo! Chicago Bears ain't ever gonna be here, but nope. you are. Fair enough. Good point. Yeah, no chance. Oh. Oh. Here I am. All right, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. There it was. Yeah. We're about to get a cease and desist from uh, WWE for playing your song. <laughs> All right. Oh, I think they'd be okay with it. It's an absolute banger. How are you? You look amazing. Hell yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dress dress for the job you want. I don't know what job I want with this, but I feel good. That's all that matters, right? You feel good. You're a professional wrestler. I am. You're I a am. WWE that, superstar. That is the job I want, actually. I have the job I want. <laughs> yeah, you're the Round best. of applause for that. Hell yeah. Round yeah. of applause for having the job you want. Yep. That rocks, man. Then it's not a job. It's Dreams just fun. come true. They do. They do. I'm very fortunate to be on, on that, that end where my dream has come true. That's so when you were growing up in Iowa, you said, I want to be a professional wrestler, always has been, always wanted to be the dream, or what? Yeah, dude, since I was like four years old. I probably, I dabbled in some other things, you know. I, I mean, Yeah, everybody wanted to be a pro football player at some point. I think every boy in Iowa or, or a pro wrestler. Uh, and, and then it was just all pro wrestling at one point. I don't know. 14, 15, 13, something like that. I saw. Yeah, well, you don't necessarily, you're not known as like the guy who goes, does extreme stuff, but you, you wreck your fucking body. I mean, you do. As somebody who has what? What do I have now? Four matches under yeah. my belt? Yeah. Yep. Just how sore I am after every single one of those, and you're doing that three to four times a week. It's bananas what the fuck you've done to your body. It is amazing, actually. I, I think I wrestled close to 130 matches last year, and that's on the Damn. low end. In my high, my high end, I, I did like 200-plus matches for about three or four years No, straight. but this is the soft generation. Remember all the old, all yeah, the old guys yeah, saying yeah, it's the right, soft yeah. generation? Nah, man. Look, we're not sitting in headlocks for two hours out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're, we're going off the top rope. We're flying all around. The expectations, our audience is so much different. It's like, you know, the NFL has evolved so much. Much, right, so you get a lot of the old hats who say, "Oh, it's not, it's not the same thing." And sure, the quarterbacks definitely don't take as much punishment as they used to. But I mean, the game is so much faster, man. The hits are so much more dynamic, and so because the speed of the game has picked up, it's the same thing in our industry. Just it's high impact all the time, bang, 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 bang. So even if we're not doing say 300 matches a year, it's a different type of physicality that we're experiencing in there. It's just totally different. Do you, you feel it changing? Apples to oranges. Do you feel it changing through the social media era of what? A match used to be versus what a match is now. Have oh, you felt it? Absolutely. As as social media has expanded, our audience has become so much smarter, or at least they think they're so much smarter. Oh, you're talking about the smarts. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I just think right. there's so much more information oh, yeah. out there's there. There's one right there. Yeah, you're looking at me. Huh? <laughs> there's so much more information out there. They can suck all that in. Oh, how they how they how they you know ingest that and what they get out of it is two different things. But Baby. but it's all out there. And so they, they, there's an expectation for what a match should be, storytelling and all that kind of thing. So. Okay, AJ. You mentioned from four years old, like, you want to be a pro wrestler. I know watching Bob back when knee walk into the ring got me juiced. Like, that's yeah. what got me He's into wrestling. Ohio. Do you have any moments like that that you remember? I know Mick Foley jumping off a house. Like, oh, are dude. there people or moments you remember leading up to yeah, this? Yeah, of course. I mean, the first time I ever saw pro wrestling live was in a place called the Wharton Fieldhouse in Moline, Illinois, right across the river from where I grew up. My dad 
dad, my uncle, they took me to a, a non-televised event there. So the first time I heard Real American Ooh. in person. Oh, my God. Yeah, my life was changed, dude. Wow. It was changed forever. These are superheroes in person, live, not in comic books, not on a TV screen. They're live in person. I can feel the sweat. I can see everything. I mean, I was just the pageantry of the whole process. I was hooked, you know? So stuff like that just, it, it, awesome. you know, it changes your life as a, as a four-year-old in small-town Iowa. I grew Being up in at a live event is bananas. And I think yeah. Connor didn't really watch much growing up. No. But then once I got in, he started coming to the events. And my wife, the same way, when you're there and you're telling somebody right to their face, you fucking suck. <laughs> like, to the, like wrestling <laughs> is its own world. Yeah. And being live, you got to be in there. But you've been in it for so long now. And obviously, the, you have. You're like super yeah. vet now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What year at uh, WWE? I'm uh, ten years at WWE. Hey, wow! I, de- I debuted on television November 2012. So yeah, we're over a year. That's unbelievable. Over, over ten years. That's yeah. a long time. You're like a vet in the game. To be able to survive the business side of it <clears> on the back end too, also a very difficult thing mentally to kind of joust your way through. Have you figured it out? Do you enjoy it? You still love going to work every single day? I still love going to work every single day. I think it's like it's like a roller coaster, right? Because there's there's so much push and pull backstage and so you'll go through phases where everything like that's is a massive smooth. part of what people are fans of. like yes. people are fans of the business because the shit that happens behind the scenes as well and there's a lot to it all i think yeah and that's fun man that i mean it, it's it's a different world to navigate it's just like anything else any sort of uh political landscape there there's just sharks in the water man and you got to figure out how to navigate those waters the shallow the deep the big fish the small fish all of it you got to figure out where you fit in and how you can survive i mean it's a game of survival Really, the longer you can survive, the more opportunity you're going to have to thrive, and that's that's the name of the game backstage, man. It, it is a bananas world. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing because, you know, you can work to become the absolute best. Like your work in the ring is unbelievable. Oh, so that means you're going to be champion like every other sports? Eh, maybe we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, but then you got to kind of figure it all out. Who you like, who you don't like, people trying to fuck you over, both. In the story and in real life potential, it's crazy balance. So for you then, at being being a fan your your whole life, right? You loved yes. pro wrestling. When you got into it, uh, was it what you expected? Plan was just me to stay above and out of it all. Like I had game plan going in. Yeah. Like I'm not getting into any of the any of the shit. I'm not getting into any of it. I'm just I'm in. Be bopping. How you doing? How's everybody doing? Yeah. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hey, do you want to do this? Yeah, I'll try that out. Is it okay? Yep, good. So I'm like just, you know, I try to stay out of all the... Was, was there anything that surprised you that like caught you off guard? Everybody like, was cool. Oh, okay. Okay. Like everybody seemed to be cool to me, yeah. which, which I enjoyed. Everybody was very nice and hospitable and helped. Like you, for instance. I mean, you're dressed like an asshole, right? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Con- Connor loves it. Yeah. And I don't know where we are with the crowd. I will always love you. I don't know what the WWE universe feels they right do, now. They do oddly love me right now. Well, as they should. The, yes. the, the, the meaner I got, the nastier I got, and the more flamboyant I got. For some reason, yeah, the I have no idea how that happened, but here we are. But and, you've helped out, like, Anytime you had the opportunity to. So I think, like, it's a great culture behind the scenes, but it's always talked about the wrestling business side being like a, like a cutthroat one. So I just try to stay above it all, and I'm very thankful for everybody. Interesting. I think would be my take on it. Okay. Did okay. you expect that or no? 
Um, which did I expect? Did I expect that answer? Yeah. What you're saying? No, well, no, no, no. I guess that is surprising. I mean, I could see your perspective because, yeah, you, from the outset, you think it's a cutthroat business, everybody. And, and to an extent, it is in some capacity because everybody wants that top spot, you know, and everybody wants to grow as a performer. And, you know, the higher up you're on the card, the more money you're going to earn, and that's the bottom line. But uh, I can totally understand where you're coming from when you come in. It's still there's a level of respect. It's yeah, like it's real. Yeah, it's like you know when when it's Sunday and it's game time and you're going like you're out there to kill somebody, right? You're out there to take somebody out. But as soon as it's not that time anymore, as soon as the game's over or you know the play's over, you help the brother up off the field, and and that's where we are. You know, wrestling's yeah. Everybody wants that top spot. Everybody wants to be positioned better than everybody else. But at the end of the day, there's a level of respect for everybody that plays the game, and so there is a, a brotherhood. There is a fraternity to that. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, yeah, I understand outset but yeah 100 percent get that 100%. okay well let's talk about somebody that came in from the outside and just kicked you out of the main event of wrestlemania yeah. do you see that mm. oh yeah because it's royal rumble i got a chance to be there san antonio alamo dome fifty-one thousand three hundred and eighty-eight people place was, place was nuts yeah you 7.7 yeah. $7 million dollar net or something just off tickets coming to that place unbelievable night for business unbelievable atmosphere and for good reason there's a chance to win the main event of WrestleMania yeah. for yeah. a title. The biggest show of the year. You're in the biggest match of the year. You're at the top of the marquee. You were in there. I was. Uh... And then you got dumped on your face by Logan Paul. Oh, oh, no. oh my God. Logan oh, grabbed you geez. by the ass and said, get the fuck out of here, dude. That's <laughs> yeah, what Logan Paul did. He's yeah. been remarkable. Yeah. Logan Paul has been absolutely remarkable. Yeah. Him and Ricochet did that slingshot cross body cool. in the middle of it. He Hell was of a still, still able to eliminate yeah. Seth Rollins oh, after man. that. He had a, a chance with uh, Roman over there at yep. the Crown Jewel. Put on an incredible match. Thought he was going to be Roman Reigns. Yeah. And now he's just dumping you. I said, Logan so, has been amazing. So, so you're a Logan Paul fan. You're on the Logan Paul bandwagon. Well, I think is it's that... hard not to just respect what he has done. I mean, sure. he's unbelievable. He came in there just, what was it? How about when he selfie? Oh, my God. He was up on the top. Seth, I see you go up there before. He was up on the top with a selfie. Hey, mm. Seth. Seth. Mm. This is what he did. Yeah. Boom. Frog splash. Oh, with the camera on him. Bang! Wait, wait, wait. So, so, so all of us who've come off the top rope before, it's not, it's not as special because we just didn't have a camera pointed at our oh. own stupid face. Oh, you gotta do Stu's job too. Stu's cameraman, yeah. We have people whose job it is to shoot us and make us. We don't. I don't need a, a selfie to make myself oh, look it good. Was cool, it was yeah, cool. It was so cool. It was so cool. The guy doesn't care about nothing but himself, man. Whoa. He doesn't care about nothing but himself, oh, brother. I, look, I can respect the. Hustle, all right. I I respect the hustle. I really do because it takes hustle to get where he's at and to get the opportunities that he's he's got. But at the end of the day, it's about passion. He, he like no one's just gonna suit up and play NFL football because they're a social media superstar, right? They're gonna get creamed. So Destroy. he's gonna step into my world and he's gonna get creamed. And if you look, if you want to contribute and you want to give back to our industry, you're a fan of it. You're a fan of it. You love it, right, Pat? Yeah. You're a fan of it. You love it. You give back to it. You talk about it any chance you get you put it over Hell yeah. you love it that's not him dude that's not him he's in it for himself oh. he's in it for himself he's in it I for his own it. gain so i don't i don't want you a part of my business if you're just going to leech off of it and you're going to take from it great if you're going to come and you're going to help out and you're going to make everything as good as you can but if you're going to come and you're going to do it for you 
and and look, I can only judge based on what he's done in the past, yeah. his own history, yep. because that's that's a foretelling for the future. That's why I don't like the guy. That's why I don't dig the guy. And he's going to go rub it in on social media. He's going to talk his talk, but he don't want to say nothing to my face. What? He don't want to say nothing to my face. Don't that doesn't that. sound like Logan. Oh, no, it doesn't sound like Logan. Yeah, yeah, right. He, what? of course not. That. He fought Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Right. Fought he Floyd Mayweather. Oh. Oh. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't expect this Jeez. to turn into this. I just. Jeez. I'm just saying. You can love him all you want. I, he's polarizing, but for me, he's not for me. He's just not my cup of tea. So you know what? If he wants to say something to my face, then we can talk about it. We can talk about it if okay. he wants to do that. I'm an easy guy to find. Right? Yeah. Look at you. I'm an easy. Yeah, walking I'm, around. I'm peacocking <laughs> left oh, and right. Actual peacock feathers. But you know where to find me every Monday night. I show up. I go to work. I put in the time. I respect the business. I respect what we have to do day to day grind. You know where to find me, Logan Paul. I don't know where to find. I can fly down to Puerto Rico and try to find him. Yeah. I think that's where he lives or something like that. But yeah, tax evasion. Yeah, it's a needle tax evasion. Whoa, 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 Perks and certain detriment, and Hurricane's certainly one of them. But sure. Point is. WrestleMania's coming up. It but. is. It is. Two nights. April 1st, 2nd. SoFi Stadium. Whoa! Woo-hoo! It's going to be a big deal. You coming to Mania? You going to be there? I don't know. I think. Or you were a great surprise at the Rumble. Come no, on. Nobody even knew you were there. I didn't know you were there. I had no clue. So you know the only person that really did. Who knew? Your wife. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they were, we were yeah, getting to the bus. We were literally getting dropped off. Only and I'm running through the buses in the back to put me up in the uh, the gimmick bus or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And your wife just got off your guys' bus, and she uh. was like, Pat? <laughs> and I was like, Becky, what's up? She's That's like, great. you're not supposed to be here, right? I'm like, no. She's like, it's a surprise? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, good to see you. And then we got in the bus. And I was like, oh, I think we just... We just ruined everything. Out, but, yeah. you, but but hey, you you ran into the right person because she will keep a secret. She is tight lipped. I didn't even. She didn't even tell me. <laughs> didn't even know. Like I said, I she didn't even tell me. So she knew for maybe ninety four seconds. Yeah. Hey, before everybody else in, this, in the in, wrestling business in this world, that could be you know from here to Timbuktu in yeah. ninety four seconds. True. So That's very true. She kept it tight, man. Respect to the wife. That's yeah, well, awesome. you two She's are an incredible couple, a power couple in the WWE, obviously. Thank and uh, I won't you. say the it couple because, you know, the Miz will just pop up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's right. out of nowhere. Right. Right. Yeah, like, around here somewhere. I'm on Miz TV this coming week, actually. So if you wanted to call us the it couple, I'm sure he would take exception to that and uh, maybe we'll fight about it. It'll be great. You and... Becky, what, 50 to 60 times better yeah, than fuck? Oh, anything that Miz is a part of. Come on. Anything that Miz is a part of. Just absolute yeah. bomb. That guy blows. Maurice, Maurice, great. <laughs> Mike brings it down a couple notches. Mike right? does, yeah. doesn't he? Does. Yeah. He brings it Mike. down. Mike. Yeah, Mike is Mike. down here. Mike, Mike brings <laughs> it down here. Send back to the real world. Fucking Michael TV. <laughs> yeah. All right, anyways, WrestleMania, April 1st, April 2nd, live from SoFi on the cock. On the cock. Peacock. Yes, sir. What, what are you, you don't. You don't have a match. We're still eight weeks out. We got another pay-per-view in between. So we got Elimination Chamber coming up in a couple weeks in Montreal. That's going to be sick. I'm inside the Elimination Chamber. Oh, come inside. I'm inside of the Chamber. I'm hoping to come out of the Chamber with the United States Championship around my waist. And then I will take that to WrestleMania, and I will be the prize. So we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. The Chamber's... uh, 
brutal. It's especially brutal, though. So yeah, that's, we'll see you, how you we'll love see that, how that type goes. of stuff. Though. I mean, you've been beating up your body for our entertainment oh, for a long time, and long we appreciate time. it. Thank you. We still think that you should find it in your heart to have a little bit of respect for Logan Paul. Yeah. We or you. you? I don't feel like we feel that way. I feel like you feel that uh, way. Maybe reason. not the guy on the end that dropped the tax evasion thing. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I, he brought up some good points. It feels like Logan Paul is just sucking up the WWE for himself. Oh, there you go. Jeez Louise. Don't, this is what your problem is. You're swaying these sense. things. No. You just, it's, a, it's a logical argument. Yeah. If, you, if you take two seconds and think about it from a logical standpoint, that's the conclusion you're going to come to. Yeah, he pops up for the biggest but, event. But you, on the other hand, just look at the, ooh, the Sophie thing. Oh, yeah. Whoopity Sick, do. yeah. Oh, he's had, he's had three. Look, I know. Look, you and Logan Paul have the little parallel career situation going uh, on in here. Uh, but, but like I said, there's, there's a difference even you brought up the Miz right the Mike. Miz is someone who came from reality TV yep. over to WWE but you guys you Coral. you and Mike are fans of WWE you loved it you put in the time you put in the work That's you right. put in the effort That's right I have yet to see that from this kid. So I eliminated you from Royal Rumble, which is certainly a bummer. Yeah, hey, it's certainly a bummer. Tough. Your world comes in, throws you out, but hey, nonetheless, you were the man. And we appreciate your time. My wife's the man, but I'll take that. Thank you very much. Oh, I heard that was a whole thing too. That just came to a what? Oh, with her and Rick? I heard that officially. Last it, it officially squashed. Beef squash between Becky Lynch. I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there right now. Beef squash between Ric Flair and Becky Lynch. Uh, to be fair, the beef was never on my wife's side. She never had beef with Rick. Rick had beef with her, and uh, he was man enough to come up and apologize to myself and to her. And uh, I thought that was awesome because I love Rick, and I want to have a ton of respect for him and the fact that he was able to Put his ego aside. Bygones be bygones. Bygones be got bygones. Yeah. We had a good moment at Raw 30, uh, and he is the nature boy, one of the greatest of all time on the Mount Rushmore of any wrestling list uh, of all time. So awesome for that. Oh, we asked you that last year. Yeah, yeah that's it? right. Do you want to do that again? Do it again. Oh, man. what do you, I mean, I don't even remember my list. Mount Rushmore in-ring, Mount Rushmore gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, there's two. There's two, right? There's two of them, right? Yeah. So I think, did I do both of them last year? I think so, one? yeah. I, the gate yeah. one is, is, a, is a Cena, Rock, Austin Hogan. Right? Money gate. That, that's all that's money. the money gate, right? Yeah. The the in ring, yeah, it, it gets crazy. It gets crazy. Uh, you Dongo. Probably, you probably got Sean. You got Sean Michaels. Yeah. Sean Dongo. Sean Dongo. Fandango. Well. He, yeah. he had a good run. Dirty Dango, baby. Yeah. I love Dango, man. I don't know that he gets the Mount okay. Rushmore, yeah. but Dean Malenko. Uh, you know he's in consideration. Yeah. Malenko, uh, sure, but I, so I go, I go Sean, I go Eddie Guerrero, okay. um, Mojo Rawley, Brett, Brett the Hitman Hart. Hey, I once had a, a banger of an Intercontinental Title match with Mojo Rawley. Let dog. me just put that out. He there. He was on the Packers for a minute. I was with me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah man. Dean Mutati back Dean then. Dean Mutati, yes, yes. Artist formerly known as Wild yeah, Man. Right. He's a wild man. Is he All right, so Sean, Brett, Sean, Brett, Eddie Guerrero. And, man, I'm going to throw out a wild one for you guys because he's currently performing right now. But uh, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Okay. Oh, wow. formerly known as? Uh, Daniel Bryan. Bingo. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, Brian, his body work, I think, when, he, when it's all said and done, will stack up with those guys. I hope to be in the conversation one you day, are. maybe at least in the conversation, or a whisper on the side, something like that. But uh, I think that's, that's it for me. Those are my, those are my two Mount Martin. What would you do? Things. You did uh, superplex into Red Arrow every night of your life. For Falcon. Like, Falcon Arrow. Yeah, Falcon, Falcon Arrow. Arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like 200 straight nights. <laughs> superplex, roll <laughs> through, jump onto my ass every night. Just body. Bang. It's a, it's a lot of pain. Bang. A lot of pow. pain. 
bang, pow. We appreciate you, sir. Good Thank luck you. the rest of the way. Good luck in Thank the you. chamber. Thank you, guys. Oh, yeah. Have a good week. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth Freaker Rollins. Yes! Wait, 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 Appreciate you, man. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Party on. Hell yeah, party on to you. You look awesome. Yeah, yeah. Great uh, color. There's a Dior glasses for those that are wondering. Seth freaking Rollins is wearing. These things are sweet. <laughs> Holy shit. Look how good he looks. You break those all wow. the time with how big they are? How do you? Yeah, you put those in your pocket? No. You they, go in, they go in. They go in. They go in the cut. They go in here. They go right in here. You know, people say they wear sunglasses inside if they're scared of people, high, or assholes. Mm. Yeah. I'm probably the third option there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a lot of fear. Never been high. Got to be number three. Oh, yes. we'll do that someday whenever it's all said and done. That'd be Ladies and gentlemen, Seth Freak and Rollins. Yes, yes, sir. Yes. Thank you. Woo. Thank you, guys. You, Take care of yourselves. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, the owner of PXG GoDaddy. I believe some real estate and some other stuff. <laughs> Absolute stallion, Bob Parsons. Yeah! yeah! The honor is mine, sir. The honor is mine. God, how are you? If I was any better, brother, I'd be you. No, no, I'm oh, thinking yeah. the same thing. If I was any better, I'd be you, sir. All right, well, then it sounds like we need to switch. Okay, well, I would love to. <laughs> I, okay. You got it. That chair is weird. Yeah, there you I'm go. I'm just going to take this driving range. You've got the... <laughs> We switching? We're not switching. Okay. <laughs> we're not switching. I thought we were just going to switch right there and kind of make it all happen. Uh, we'd so, have to practice first. You have been remarkably successful, and I believe you were in the military too, right? To be the... I was in the Marine Corps. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, Devil Dog. Okay, so you knew you were going to get into business before you got into the Marine Corps, or did you develop your business sense whenever you were in the Marines? You know, it, it happened after I was in the Marine Corps, and um, uh, what 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 happened, Pat, is. When I was a when I was a young kid, I grew up with nothing. Okay, I was terrible. I was terrible in school. Failed the fifth grade. Even nobody can ever take that away from me. Come on, hell yeah! <clears throat> Every year was you know was pass or fail was you know was a photo finish. <laughs> and when I was a senior in high school, I um, <clears throat> was failing most subjects. I discovered the opposite sex and booze. There you go. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really make for good grades. Yeah, I agree. So. Um, I uh, joined the Marine Corps with two buddies. This is in 1968, and showed my teachers my orders, and they all passed me. All right? Okay, so then, that's a good way to get through school. And then we were in Paris Island in August, me and my buddies, and then we were carrying a rifle in Vietnam six months later. Things change. Life comes at you wow. quick there. Well, uh, back then it did. Yeah, it comes real quick. You're at Vietnam, then you get through Vietnam, then you just become the greatest businessman in America? Yeah, then come back. Come on! Yeah, baby. I worked at a steel mill for a year as a laborer down at Sparrows Point, Maryland. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And We're then, from uh, Pittsburgh, so steel mill is right down our <laughs> fucking alley here. Yeah, there you go. And then uh, the University of Baltimore I had this special deal for veterans. And I, so I, I took them up on it, went to college, graduated magna cum laude. Wow. Now, now the reason that happened is the Marine Corps turned me around completely. I mean, they taught me discipline. You know, uh, you know, I didn't have to like something if I, you know, in order to do it. They taught me, um, uh, you know, I had a, uh, a right to be proud. And they told me I could do a lot more than I ever dreamed I could. Mm -hmm. And that is the genesis of 
everything I've ever accomplished, everything I ever accomplished, I owe to the United States Marine Corps. Hell yeah. Let's Come go. on. Yep. Well, everything you've accomplished is a lot. We're looking it up. Yam, I believe, is the uh, yep. Yam Enterprises is the Yam Worldwide. Yeah, yeah. Yam, Worldwide. Yam Worldwide. And then you got PXG in there. <clears throat> yeah. Right? GoDaddy in there. No, no, GoDaddy. I'm, I'm out of GoDaddy now. Congrats. Smart. Thank you. Let everybody else handle that bullshit. Oh, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> PXG. You have Harley stores, I believe. Is that accurate? Was I looking? We at? have we we have motorcycle dealerships, a bunch of them. I have a big hedge fund, shopping malls. What? Um, metal finishing. Dude, everything it. cool. Yeah. You're like yeah. a part of, Jeez. and it, you just find what you're interested in, then you figure out how you can add to it, how you can make a business through it. Well, like there you go. the golf clubs. Because I assume you're just a big golf fan, and then all of a sudden you're like, how do I make the coolest golf brand that has ever existed? Because I think that's what you've done with PXG. Well, that's yeah, that you know that's what we've you know we work towards doing with PXG, and uh, PXG number one, uh, our, our leading product is an 0311 golf club. Mm. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing like it in the world. How come? And, and 0311 is, is a nod to the Marine Corps because that's their job code for a combat rifleman, which is what I was in Vietnam. Mm. Hell yeah. Come on. How come the clubs? What did you want to make whenever you made the clubs? Forgiving clubs, obviously, ones that better pe- make pe- uh, people better golfers? Well, everybody wants to be forgiven. Yes. Especially if you come home late. Amen. <laughs> you know that, right? You know what? Yeah, I do. I'm married. Yeah, I know you know. yeah, yeah. You're you're married as well. We all understand that. But whenever you put PXG together, what is the game plan? And then how many years are we into it now? Uh, we started in 2013. We released our first clubs in 2015, and uh, we right now we're up to our fifth generation. Let's go. And the things that we do, we don't have a release schedule. We release golf clubs when we make a breakthrough. And they're significantly better than, 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 than what we had before. Ooh. That's when the new stuff comes out. And our goal always is with our sticks, I don't care what level your game is at, when you hit them, you want them. Oh, my oh. God. What a beautiful <sighs> okay. marketing strategy. Uh, here's Forge to Perfection, the PXG 0311. Forge wedges offer beauty and brains. Innovative technologies like full face grooves. You, can you scroll back up, please? Full face grooves and high toe weighting work in tandem with a versatile sole designed to perform a variety of shots from virtually any turf condition. Sole design available in one sole design. These wedges are engineered to offer tremendous versatility and forgiveness. Available in chrome or extreme dark. You got to figure it out, bro. We've been staring at this thing right here. Sirius XM uh, PXG Golf Simulator. People have been bombing your driver, I believe, over here. Obviously, AQ lives out here in Arizona. He uses your clubs. He loves your club. I do. In Indiana, you guys just opened a store. It's like one of the nicest stores in the area. You guys are taking over, man. Not an easy easy business to crack either. Uh, It's the tough business to crack. This is the toughest business I've ever been in. But, see, I got an edge. And what my edge is... I love it. And as my dad always told me, Pat, when you love something, it tells you all its secrets. Why is that? Because you'll commit more to it? You oh, want you it to get to better? You want to work harder at it. You know, you spend more time with it than somebody that's just there to turn a buck. Right? And so over time, you know all the nuances. Right? Hell yeah. And the things that really make the difference because, you know, the devil's in the details. That's what they say. And the devil pays good. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Sometimes. Too many places. So How's t- your golf game? So, so yesterday, we, we released our first golf ball. 
Congratulate. Holy yeah, shit. Go. That's yeah. a big deal. It's extreme, extreme golf ball. And it is, uh, we, we call it the one ball that does it all. Because guys always try to decide if they want a distance ball spin or a spin ball. ball. This does both. And, and, and it is, uh, I'll tell you what, it takes, it takes uh, Titleist. Pro V1 and Pro V1X takes them downtown. Whoa! Oh. Into the deep water, you're saying? Yeah, so it, this thing is something. It is more accurate than any ball made. Am I going to make more putts with this thing, too? This I ball? think so. And and so, and so and, and, and the other thing is the Titleists moved their price to $54.99 a dozen. Our, pro, our ball is priced at not an introductory price. This is the price. We're $39.99. Oh, $16 oh, yeah. difference right there. And if you've been in the military, your police, law enforcement, uh, firefighter, or EMT, yeah. you get five bucks off. All Come right. On. Hell yeah. Wow. Come on, Bob. AJ has a question for you about PXG. You, you mentioned it's the toughest business you've been in with all the businesses that you are involved in. What makes it the toughest? Like, what, what are the problems? Well, you see, I've always been in a, a high-tech business mm. where I was basically selling electronic impulses. Oh. Right, and, <laughs> and and when you're in that business, you don't have no manufacturing, no inventory. Yeah. You don't have to worry about ordering not enough or too much, you know, and 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 that sort of thing, right? Yeah, and and it's a lot easier to to kind of to do the technical stuff than it is to to, to work on on something that is uh, well, well, if you have the right people, like golf clubs yeah. and golf balls and that and that sort of thing, so. You know, that's all new for me. So that's, you know, I'm kind of cutting my teeth. Yeah. But I'm <laughs> trying to get honest opinions, too, from people on how they feel about the equipment. That's got to be tough, too, right? At the same time, do you have people you trust to try out all your new stuff? Well, yeah, I do. You know, but the person I trust the most is myself. Not a baby, Bob. Because I, I don't bullshit it. myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell, yeah. At least not often. <laughs> and and um, Every once in a while, you need to lie to yourself. Yeah. 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 Every yeah. Once there you go. Hey, you're looking yeah. taller. There, there, you, you know, I tell myself I'm good looking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Glasses look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you are, Bob. Yeah, you're handsome. Yeah, yeah. well, thank you, Pat. Hey, no problem. And, but, but, you know, I know what it's like to, to hit a golf club and when, when the thing feels really good mm. and when it performs and when it don't. Yeah. I've been playing golf long enough. I'm a middle-of-the-road golfer. You know, I play. I have guys working for me. You know, they could hit hockey sticks and shoot bar. Yeah. Right? But me, I can't. So the club's got to be good. And the moment it's not, I know instantly. Man. So How is your game? It's awesome. Well, my game right now is, is not at the best. I just had a, a neat uh, replacement. Oh, yeah? Which oh, one? Wow. Congratulations. New yeah, knee. Left, yeah, knee. We got a new knee. New knee. And, uh, and then right after that, I had back surgery. Jeez. New back. So, so new I, back. I haven't go. played much golf in six months, but I'm coming back. Okay, and I heard you got a couple courses out here, too. Isn't that you? Uh, yeah, Scottsdale National. I heard it's pretty good. It is the Ducks Nuts, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. I heard it's the yeah, nicest it's course in town. <laughs> you know, it's, it is uh, uh, 45 <laughs> holes. It is... Uh, fairways are wide open all You're a billionaire? Time. You're a billionaire? Huh? You're a billionaire? Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> oh, yeah. When that time. happened, did you did you realize it? Did you know it? And what changed for you? Like, for instance, you own a golf course now. You own golf clubs now. Yeah. yeah. You own a motorcycle store now. What? Like, yeah. Hey, did you, at what point was it like, 
oh, I've made it, and now I'm going to invest in things that I love, and I'm going to change these things, because I feel like that's just not like your first instinct is somebody that comes from nothing and failed out of fifth grade. You know what I mean? There you go. And what yeah. moment do you look in the bank account and you go, oh, cool, <laughs> I can fucking do whatever I want now. Yeah. Like, does that just happen, or is there a whole moment? <laughs> like, why don't you have an NFL team yet? Well, yeah. well, you know, I thought about I thought about buying the, an there's NFL one up. team. Two weeks after the Super Bowl, commanders are up. Well, you know, you know what? Um, I once said, a guy asked me the other day, Michael Collins, you know who he is. Yes, yes. Yeah, Sport, he has been said, caddy. You know, when, I, when he was talking about the golf ball, he said, you said you never release a golf ball. And I said, Michael also said I never get married. <laughs> <laughs> things happen. But I did, and it's one of the best things I've ever done. Of course. I tell myself. Of course. And, and um, uh, <laughs> it, it's just, you know, it's, it's, you know, things change, but. So I was going to buy, you know, try to buy an NFL franchise. That's awesome. But I bought the golf course instead. I put three hundred thirty million into this golf course. Jeez. And I mean, is that I'm, normal or is that just what you did? Huh? Is that how much a normal golf course would cost if you were to? No, buy? no. You just said no. fuck. I want to make this the best. No, 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 it's just what I did. Forty-five. Because first of all, you had to do something with your money, right? Yeah, it's going to be yeah. there. There you go. Uh, so, so we do that. Um, when it comes to philanthropy, we move a million to charity every 14 days. Jeez. All right. Holy, Holy shit. Hey, let's go. Yeah. We're doing it right, bro. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying to trying to do the right trying to do the right thing. Yeah, because there's a manual to becoming a self-made billionaire. There you know you what I mean? Go. There's a lot of shit I assume you had to go through, right? Well, yeah, yeah, some of it. Some of it. You know, when I first became a billionaire, you know what I did? Hmm. I bought a new Chevy Tahoe. Hmm. Hell yeah. Was it nice though? It was loaded. Fully oh, I love it. Loaded. Fully loaded, yeah. Yeah, we got I, the massage seats. Some bitch is loaded. It's got yeah, vibrators yeah. and. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve yeah, it all. Massage. Honestly, you deserve it all. And it sounds like you're a human that a lot of people should look up to. You know, because you can have it completely fucked up, then get it right, and then when you get it right, try to do every 14 days. You're donating a million bucks. Yeah. Holy you shit. don't have to do that. That's 26 million dollars a year that you're donating. Yeah, that's what we do. And 330 million dollars in a golf course. Why? I would like it to be a nice golf course. Yeah. Like, people don't do that. Everybody cuts corners on shit. It feels like whenever you guys get a bunch of money, you find ways to cut corners and so you can get more money. It doesn't sound like that's how you operate. I respect no. that. But I'll tell you one thing different about this golf club is, you know, a lot of golf courses have a lot of rules, right? This rule, that rule. We have one rule, just one rule. And the one rule is no member shall interfere with the good time of another member. That is it. You, you comply with that. You do whatever in the hell you want. Yeah. You want to play 10 guys on a tee, do it. You want to play, you know, in, 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 in uh, hot pants. Christ help us all. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. But play efficiently. Let's That's not awesome. take up forever. Let's not affect anybody else's good time that's potentially in the group behind you. Yeah, but you see, the way our course is, you know, we, we don't even – if somebody's playing slow and a group's coming up in back of them, and at our club – Rarely is there anybody in front of you or in back of you. Jesus. Because okay. we have a very low membership. That's perfect. And uh, so, so <laughs> we, we just live in the it. dream, Bob. Yeah. We just yeah. handle Sounds it. Sounds like heaven. Bob, you were living the dream. Chuck Pagano has 200? How many you. members do you have, Bob, over there? We have, I have 160. Some are international, most are national, mm. and most are, most are not there. And what would it cost a guy to, like, join your club? Uh, the downstroke is uh, initiation fee seven hundred fifty thousand, and the dues are seventy five thousand a year. That's awesome, reasonable. So what do I get? 
I paid seven hundred fifty grand. Why I just show up anytime, play golf? Yeah. How's the chef? We got a good chef over there. I see. There you go. Food's amazing. (laughs) Is this where you hang out all day? You hang out at your club all day? I would, I think. Right. No, you know, you know, I'm mostly running my businesses during the day. You're still hands on everything. Yeah, pretty much. What's your favorite part of it? Waking up, trying to figure out how to get better? Is that still something oh, you do? You know, my, my favorite part of it is PXG right now. Mm-hmm. And I always call in my businesses, right, the, the one that needs the most attention. That's where the war is being fought. Mm-hmm. And the war is being fought at PXG. And maybe this Marine's in the trench is pulling the trigger. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Hey, Ty has a question for you. Yeah, Bob, when did you really realize that, like, the clubs were going to take off? Because it kind of seemed, you know, like when I was – a lot younger it was either you know paying irons or whatever but then there was like a certain point where it's like you know everyone was playing pxg clubs and that was kind of like you know if, if you actually played golf like you wanted a new set of pxg bats like when did that actually happen you realize like oh shit everybody wants these one day in 2015 the guys called me the engineers and they said bobby we had a breakthrough and what a breakthrough it was you know, we, we, we came up with this idea of a, of a um, cavity filled with filled under the right circumstances and the right pressures and so forth with this uh, plastic elastomer. And, um, of course. and what it enabled us to do, which we still do to this day, and very few people know it, we have the thinnest face in golf. Nobody's face at our club. The club is as thin so as ours. So what's, what's that help and, with? And, and what that enables us to do is the spring effect, right? And and also it is more accurate. The ball goes further, and it, man, it feels like hot butter. I mean, it feels like hot, butter on a hot biscuit. Oh, yeah, love I mean, that. Where are you from originally? Baltimore. Is that the accent I'm hearing? A little Baltimore accent? Why be less uh, when you could be more? I, I, I would guess. You still live there? Or live out here? I've been here since, um, I think, uh, 95 or 96. I think I did some research on you. I think psychedelic's not a big problem. We're, we're, talk, we're just talking to Aaron Rodgers. He's going into a four-day darkness retreat starting uh, next, Thursday. Yeah, next, next Thursday right. or next week or whatever to hopefully release some of the DMT in his brain to help him discover himself and learn more about himself. I think whenever I was Googling about you because I'm so fascinated by you, you're an American dream story, Bob. Just uh, I assume that you don't really take much time to think about that, but you are. You're an inspiration for a lot of us that hope to do the same. But whenever you think something that's a little bit outside the box, as opposed to what everybody assumes that people like you think about, it's a big deal. Is that a true thing that I looked up? Is that real? You're not scared to kind of dabble in some things if it's going to make you a better person? No, not at all. You know, it, here, here, here's the deal, Pat. When, when I got to my unit in Vietnam... Uh, the 26 Marines, they have been there for three years. The senior guy in my squad, which you, you, they operate on a 10, 12 guy squad level, the senior guy had been there six weeks. Everybody else left in a, on a stretcher or in a bag. Yeah. And um, I seen my first combat. I wasn't with them four hours. And one of, one of our guys got hurt horrifically. And I was combat the next night. I carried a guy a mile and a half to a medevac point and on and on. And um, I lasted a month. I lasted a month, and I hit a tripwire while I was walking on the point team. And um, that pretty well jacked up my legs, and I didn't go back into combat. But when I got home, 
I have PTSD to beat the band. I was a completely different guy. I didn't want to be around people. I felt like any group I was I was near, um, I felt like I didn't belong, or I didn't, or that I wanted to belong. I had a flash temper, depressed most of the time. When I was alone, I cry a lot. Mm. Um, so uh, and and you know and and actually that probably worked towards me being successful because. I buried myself in my work, and that kept me going more than anything. In 2018, my wife hooked me up with, uh, after reading Michael Pollan's book, How to Change Your Mind. Yeah, yeah. Guys now a documentary travel, on Netflix. Travel around and help vets with uh, psychedelics, and I, I, I met with them, and at in four days, the first day I took ayahuasca. Mm. Oh. How was it? It was. It was. Well, her says the nastiest shit you ever put in your mouth. Yeah, you're puking, I heard, right? As soon as it gets in there, I heard you're puking. And, and, and second, uh, you know, you, your head spins around a lot. Uh, the, the, the second day was the second. Now, I think, yeah, the second day it was mushrooms. And, and a guy. I've had a good time. The, one guy made, he made a pot of, of mushroom tea, psilocybin. And, and uh, he said, Bob, I made it strong, so you only need one cup. It's a three-cup pot. So I drank all three cups, and I swear to Christ, I ate the tea bags. <laughs> Give it to me. And, I mean, I was sailing. Yeah. <laughs> so ayahuasca night one, mushrooms, uh, yeah. Then I took the next day off, and I went and played nine holes of golf with my wife. And, I mean, it was like all the plants knew I was there. And, you know, when I was putting on the green, it was like the green said, Hit it here, Bobby, and it went right in. I've never putted like that wow. since. Wow. And then the last day, yeah. it was LSD. Here we go. And then after, after that, I was a different guy. People couldn't believe the change in me. They said, man, what happened? He's so nice. Uh, uh, he, he, he says he's, he compliments you. He, uh, he, he doesn't lose his temper. On and on and on. And uh, it had been... At that time, it had been 48 years for me since the war, and I finally came home. Hey. Jeez. Wow. Hell yeah. Let's go. Unbelievable. Yeah. Hell yeah, Bob. And what you're saying is a big deal. Because of who you are in society, people are going to listen to that because you've had success. Everybody wants to have success. Here's a man that's had it. And that is something I think over the last couple of years has been viewed much differently than maybe it would have been 10 years ago for what you just said. And I hope it becomes a more easily accessible thing for our military with PTSD in uh well we're very close to have an MDM are you in that are you in that process approved yeah yeah we probably donated 12 15 million dollars to help get this stuff done okay yeah and um I I I don't invest in it and I, I I really have a lot of respect for the people to do but the reason I don't invest in it is first I don't need the money and second uh, since I'm like a poster boy for PTSD and that sort of thing, I feel as though if I don't invest in it, it gives me more credibility. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, your story is worth more than any investment that yeah, you can so, get on the so, other side. So, so there you go. What's next? You got anything else? You're uh, saving the world, making golf clubs better than they've ever been made before, what? selling motorcycles, being an inspiration to a lot of people. What's next? I got a book coming out. Here you go. You write it? It steps through all this stuff. You wrote it? Uh, I, I I dictated it with a ghostwriter. Okay, so I heard this story, I think, through uh, B.A., maybe Bruce Arians wrote a book. Yeah. 
where somebody comes in, you sit down, it's like a three to four hour interview pretty much. They take it away, they write, they bring it back to you, then you do another sit down. Is that how it goes? Well, you know, not exactly. I mean, our, we've done weeks of, of, of talking. And um, uh, we're coming around a far turn. Next month we'll have the first draft. Here we go. Then, then we'll make our changes, and then we'll look at it again. And then it'll go to a story editor. Then it'll go to a King's English editor. And then we'll put it's a, a name process, on it. easy process, easy yeah. process. Simple. Yeah. What's the name going to be? Hi, uh, I'm uh, Bob Parsons. No, I, I think we're going to call it Fire in the Hole. Yeah. Oh! You know what's next after that? Probably some whiskey. What? Fire in the hole whiskey. What? You know, fire in the hole beer. What? Connor has a question for you, Bob. Yeah, Mr. Parsons, after everything with, you know, the golf course, how did the waste management and getting people there for, you know, like tour events happen? What? He said Arizona has become a home for golf. Yeah. Have you been a part of that whole build out and how have you been able to feel it, especially with how big this waste management tournament has become in the PGA? Well, uh, you know, I, I, I haven't done much with waste management, although I will tell you it is incredibly good for uh, Scottsdale, Phoenix, Arizona, yeah. incredibly good. And uh, that is at Scottsdale National. That's our busiest time of year. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our members are all over there. But, um, you know, I'm um, – Golf's you know, huge. I, I would only I would only go over there if I was chasing women. And um, I'm 72 years old, married to a lovely woman, and uh, she's violent when she's disappointed. So uh, I, don't, I don't go out much. We got to get her some ayahuasca, mushrooms, <laughs> LSD. Well, well, you tell her. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not telling the boss's boss anything. AQ has a question for you. This will be the last one, Bob. He lives out here full time. I live here. I live in Phoenix. I live in Arcadia. I've played your course a handful of times. Can you tell the story? Because every time I go there, I get is it the, is it the mine shaft? Is that what we call it? Mine shaft. Bunker. Yeah. Tell these guys because I I've been talking about it. Tell these guys how why and why does it keep getting deeper every time I go in it? What happened? Well, I've never heard this story. Well, here's the deal. We have we have this bunker that is 17 feet deep and about as wide as a coffin. All right, mm. and it's on a par five. If so, on the opposite side, if you run through the green. And so what, what happened was I redid, redid the, the hole because it, it just it wasn't very good. And, um, you know, when I, when I first $330 million, this hole kind of stinks. Yeah, yeah there you go. So, so, so any, anyhow, I, I put that bunker there to keep guys from going for it. Right? And so I'm, I'm playing it the first time, and it's about six or eight feet deep. My wife gets in it, and she gets up and down. First thing I did was call the architect and say, take it down five more feet. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we're at 17 feet. I love it. And this is it right here. You're not getting out of that. It's a, you might as well hit it OB. You're done for. <laughs> well, what you got to do is re-hit. <laughs> take a drop and re-hit. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you're not getting out of here ever. Well, I, I What's course record? Who people. has it? Huh? Do you know who has course record? For what? Lowest score, 18 holes. No, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody's a member there that is any good at golf. You've done great. You're an inspiration to everybody, especially after learning your story even more here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us, boss. Well, it's my pleasure, Pat. My pleasure entirely. And to meet you guys, 
you're like the jury. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an innocent man. Yeah. Hey, listen, whatever type of guilty conscience you got, boss, you just go ahead and move on with because you've done so much good for our society and for everything you've touched. Congratulations on all the success and thank you. Uh, but I sure appreciate Hey, I'm going to play with some PXG clubs, I think. Yeah. Hell yeah. Love that, to. That new buttery smooth one sounds good. Yeah. I play out in that Tahoe thing now. This guy's been playing there. How many years have you been to Tahoe? Yeah, probably 12, 13 years, yeah. I'm going out there for Not a good golfer at all, but yeah. Yeah, but, we'll ruin your sticks. I, you yeah. know what I mean? I don't want to ruin your club. Yeah. You know, a lot of times. You see, I'm not a great golfer either. One of, one of my favorite things is I'm either going to need to pick it up or sue myself. Ladies <laughs> 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 and gentlemen, Bob Parsons. Yeah, yeah Bob. Hell yeah. Watch out that chairs all over the place. Thank you very much. It was awesome. Thank you so great much. Great to meet you, sir. Oh, there you go. Good to meet you, Bob. Yeah, thank you. Honor. Nice to meet you. Hell yeah. Can I get a selfie with you, Bob? It's a seat again. So far in there, dude. I know. This seat is crazy. Hey, you've done good, sir. I knew my voice wasn't going to work on that one. Hey, real quick. That's an American dream story. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Did I know that whenever he sat down? All that? I don't think so. I don't think so either. That's fucking unbelievable. Chuck, we need those guys. And the money he's given back, Mm. a mil every 14 days. Unbelievable. 26 mil a year? I mean, granted, what is that to a guy that's worth whatever? It's like, well, how much are you giving? What's the percentage you're giving out there? He doesn't have to do that at all. He could disappear, have his accountants figure out how to get tax-exempt purposes, Mm -hmm. which is literally what those people do. None of those guys left. There aren't. There isn't. No. I mean, he should be talked about more. Went to yeah. Vietnam. Guy's in fucking Vietnam, Vietnam for 30 days. Now he's a multi-billionaire. Ran into a tripwire. I messed up my legs pretty good. I did not return to battlefield. <laughs> what? This guy, amazing Baltimore accent. Yep. Yeah. Need that. Need more of that guy. Absolutely. Good to know that he voices over the commercials as well. I was going to ask him, and then he started talking. I was like, oh, no. He, he's the fucking star of the show yeah. as well. Yeah, the PXG commercial. Yeah. Yep. So it's Parsons Extreme Golf is what PXG stands for. Yep. This dude's awesome. The best. Legend. Motorcycle stores, golf uh, clubs, and golf clubs. What's his hedge hedge fund? Yeah, he said he had hedge fund, too. Probably billions and billions of dollars. Can we ask him how much money is in that hedge fund? Yeah, I thought I saw on the internet it's never, you know, right on the money, but I thought it was like $2 billion. That he has under management in a hedge fund? Yeah, under his his own, I think, is like That's how the That's how, like, the super rich folks just... Hey, how do we get more rich with yeah. each other? There's some of those hedge funds that have like a trillion dollars. Oh, in yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to the. Hey, Bob, great work, dude. <laughs> We've just been talking about how awesome you are for the last. That hedge fund, you and a couple other rich folks, or how does that come together? <laughs> oh, so Jeez. it's your investment fund, kind of? Yeah. All right, respect, Bob. Yes. Old school. All right. Yeah, that's right. Appreciate you, Bob. Genius. See you, man. So it's just his money. Yeah. Oil and gas, baby. What a is what he said. Which is amazing. You play with those clubs then? No. The PA- no, everybody lied. Have you hit them? AQ does. I got them. No. I, I, you, got, you, I got them in the trunk of my car right now. You like Unless them? Unless somebody you like just them? broke thing, into my right? car and stole like, them. What, did you, what, well, did you used to, what did you used to play with and then 
I used to play with Titleist, and he's right. Like, whenever you look at PXGs, like when he was saying Thin Face, like when you look down at it, it looks so good. It looks like a blade, mm. like the way it is. And, but it has the forgiveness of, like, you've, you play with the Callaways, have that huge back. Yeah. That's typically that's how you with. get yeah. the forgiveness, yeah. and he has, yeah, like, sure. So it's not intimidating look. looking no, at that No, it's awesome to look at it. Bro, d- have you seen yeah. the store they have in Indy? They put up a store. It's, like, fucking, oh, it looks like a, like, yeah. a, it's like a PGA It's like an attraction store. almost. Yeah. yeah. Like, come to this thing. It's a good, good store. I think I'm going to go get fitted for them. Do you have to get fitted, or can you just buy them off the rack? So I'm, I've never got fitted for clubs ever in my I, life. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to actually. No, yeah, but. you do. I think we do. They t- they tell us. I don't have the time. Who has the time? Yeah, I'm not gonna go hit cl- balls. They, 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 they go hit balls for like two days. Yeah, takes so a long time. One, it won't take it. You go in there. They get you lined up. You put a little sticker on the deal. You hit balls. They adjust. Hit them. And then they cut them. Do okay. whatever. It they makes have to you do. a better golfer than to have fitted clubs. I've heard. You should do it here because Not their fitting thing is at Scottsdale National, and they take you out and you get. To play. I mean, it's like part of their whole process. They take. You oh, out. that's probably how the. That's how we get on that course. Yeah, could be seven hundred fifty grand. It could that be a member. Got to be a right? Unbelievable. And he's that, right. Like it's all national, international members. Like every time I've played there, yep. there's been like seventy times the and whole. And you can day. wear whatever you want too, because normally if you're paying a ton of money to get into a club, they are super snooty and uppity and tell you, oh, you got. You know, make sure your hat's perfect, your shirt's tucked in, you can't look at your phone. Like, there's rules. There's a billion rules at most of those places. I mean, so and that only rule. 750K. What say, 170 in. members? That's no joke. Yeah. 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 Under 200. He said 45 holes, though. Yes. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, it's so, awesome. well, the, so they got two 18s, and then if – if the boys can maybe pull it up, he's got this thing called, like, the baddest little nine. It's a short course where every hole's, like, 105 yards. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, and the greens are the hardest fucking greens ever. They're all surrounded by bunkers. It is Bro, awesome. 170 members? Yeah, about so that. 170 have, members times like, 750,000. Hold on. That's $127.5 million. And then it's 70. And then it's 75 grand a year for each of them. Yes. Yep. After that, and then you're paying to buy food, to buy everything else. Yeah, so what all dues, you? So the monthly dues, he didn't say they're probably uh, fifteen hundred or two thousand. He said seventy-five k a year. Seventy-five k a year for so the that's twelve point oh, seven that five okay. million in dues every single year, coming just with one hundred and seventy people. And then that's not counting, yeah, liquor. So that's one hundred and forty million dollars to get everybody in there. That's pre-taxes, everything like that. Yeah. Then what all do you get? You get the you have to probably pay. You're paying for liquor there every single yeah. time? Oh, yeah. You're still paying. I would imagine. And their halfway house is I'm sure like a you. fucking Michelin star restaurant. Like, it is. This guy said, uh, uh, I put $330 million into the fucking golf course as soon as I <laughs> bought it. Me? What? Dude, yeah, instead of buying yeah. an NFL team, I bought a golf course. Decided to invest in it. He'd be a great owner in an NFL team. I was just yeah. going to say, yeah. You know how active he is? He invests. Like, he would. That building would be brand new. Yeah. Everything would. Players would love him. We have some. We have some breaking news coming out of the Roger Goodell press conference here that has been taking place live as we sit chatting with an American dream billionaire. Roger Goodell says Russell Wilson called him and suggested playing a flag football game after last year's Pro Bowl. After seeing it on Sunday, Goodell says flag football is here to stay moving forward. That's via Ari Mirov of My Sports Update. Russell Wilson is the brain behind the flag football game wow. that took place at the Pro uh Pro Bowl games. Shout out to Russ just being able to call up Raj and say, hey, this is how we're going to do it. Also, out of the Roger Goodell press conference, Commissioner Roger Goodell confirms the NFL will have flex scheduling for Monday Night Football starting next season, and he wouldn't be surprised if they have it for Thursday Night Football eventually. (laughs) Thursday is going to be very difficult, obviously, because it's a short week. They would have to prepare that weeks in advance, and every team is only allowed to have a one Thursday Night Football game, so I don't know how the Amazon would be able to figure that out. That was the conversation we had all season 
happened while we were watching the terrible Thursday night football games. I don't know how they fix it. Enough money will obviously sort some things out. Monday night being able to flex is a massive deal for our viewing entertainment on Monday nights. This is good. This is smart. And it's probably more money to the NFL from Disney or ESPN. Yeah, and it makes sense, too, because they were flexing, uh, what, was it Sunday night games or Monday night games late in the season? This past Sunday year. night football has always had the ability to flex. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it is always the best game of the week in the primetime spot. Why they're the number one show on cable for 20 straight years because of the flex move. Monday night football being able to do it just seems to make sense. Yeah, and so does Thursday night, right? Because when we get late into that season. Thursday night's impossible. How do you do, you do it, though? Scheduling, yeah. Two yeah. weeks, two weeks, yeah. three weeks in advance? It'd have to be. Yeah, but every team, like, mm. if you're a team that – isn't supposed to be good yeah. going into the year. Yeah. A lot of one o'clock games, only a couple of primetime games. Yeah, like the Lions. A lot of Monday night football games are probably going to, they're probably going to want to flex a, like a, like a couple of teams are probably going to be wanted a few different times. Yeah. I don't know how you manage the Monday, the Thursday. Chuck, I heard you thinking about that as it was being read out there. As a coach in setting up the schedule, what are your thoughts? That first year in Indy, 212, right? We weren't supposed to be, we were 32 out of 32, right? So we had all one o'clock games except the Thursday night. So by 4 o'clock, win or lose, we booze was our mantra. Yeah, we're done. So we were having a good time in the the parking lot. I miss most of them, but I know B.A. and the boys. Good times. We're having a great time. But, yeah, that's an interesting question. You always want to get the best matchup, and if you can flex somebody out and flex somebody in to get that for the viewers, I mean, why not do it? The Thursday one, that would take some big brain people to try to figure, figure out the, you know, gymnastics of that deal because only can play once on thursday aj you were immediately condescending upon hearing about this flex not for monday though right probably just for no, thursday Mondays, right? i just don't know how you do it with thursday i just don't know like you said a couple weeks in advance i yeah. guess yeah they'll figure it out money's involved they'll figure it out because for sunday night football it's what one week in advance right yeah huh. yeah but it's the same, same day though it's the same day you're playing you're telling hey you're not playing sunday you're playing thursday now yeah you don't know that's if a three-day swing that's yeah, a, yeah, you, yeah. you don't know if the team's been on the road they usually set you don't know that if the up stadium's too. available. You might have Justin Bieber concert going on. Or a volleyball, volleyball tournament. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that happened in Indy. Obviously, couldn't host the AFC Championship. Didn't need it. Didn't need it because the Bengals. Yeah, right. It's going to be a bummer next year when they do, you know, make the AFC Championship and they can't host it. Well, yeah, my well. niece was in the tournament. She said it was very nice facilities in yeah? Indianapolis. Yeah. She okay, well, that's a positive. So, yeah, that was positive. Well, did they win? I don't know if they won or not. I didn't check in after he sent me the initial picture. I didn't know the Hawkeyes was just about participating in nice facilities. Yeah, that's interesting. What a shitty uncle, too. Yeah, what a terrible uncle. Yeah, you didn't go to any of the matches? Hey, don't get so defensive, pal. We're just pointing out the facts. No, I got a couple of my own kids, con man. I had to watch. They didn't want to go? They would love to go if they skip all of their other activities in school. Oh. Yeah, what are you talking about? They're not just I, don't live, I don't live in Indianapolis. Anyways, so. Roger Goodell's talking. Those are the types of information, pieces of information that we'll get from this press conference. We'll keep an eye out for the rigged question that is certainly coming through the officiating uh, conversation yep. and the commanders for sale. Maybe maybe Bob Parsons will sell a couple extra clubs and be able to get out and buy an NFL team. Think Not about it, idea. Bob. He'd be a hilarious human to be an owner of an NFL team. We'd all be very thankful. Oh, yeah. Root for that team. Absolutely. We'll be, uh, let's take a quick break. And then I believe we'll be joined by Hendon Hooker on the other side. And then Hammer Don will be broadcast live from this stage for the first time all week. I think we have the tech all figured out for that. I can't wait for it. Shout out to Bob Parsons coming in and sitting down. Legend. That was sweet. And that four-day thing? I mean, come on. Ayahuasca, mushrooms, golf, LSD. Yeah. 
I'm going to sign up. Thinking about it, Sounds yeah. Sounds a lot better than, like, I just get scared of the sickness part. I mean, like. The ayahuasca thing, you're definitely sick, I think. And sometimes mushrooms, right? To throw up. I don't know. I've never done the mushroom tea. I've only done the mushroom on pizza or pep, peanut yep. butter sandwich. Yeah, sandwich, yep. yeah. Fruit roll up. Where does where did uh, Aaron go to do the ayahuasca? Uh, down in the jungle. Down in the jungle. Amazon. Yeah. You can yeah. do it in California now, though. There's places. Yeah, there's other places. Florida, uh, yeah. Puerto Rico, I believe. My, my middle daughter Taylor's dying to do it. She wants me to go with her and she loves that stuff, right, Taylor? Yeah, she's, naturopathic doctor. Yeah, she's into it all. Yeah, a lot of stuff they can do with the brain. That's why I'm always like, if you're in a good spot, yeah, like why are we it. dancing with? Yeah, it? you know what I mean. But yeah, then some it, people say, just, why not make it better? You don't know it could be better. Well, what okay. if it did the reverse? Like you're a really yeah. positive guy and this, that, and the other, and then you came out of there and just MF'd everybody. Exactly. Yeah, that's just, what he's saying. That's right? what we're talking about. Right? It's possible. Yeah. That's why, like, going into darkness, like, you got to be in a really good spot with your life to be like, okay, I'm signing up just to be with me. Yes. That's it for four days. And I'm incredibly proud of them, and I hope it helps and all that. But every time I put myself into that cement teepee that I saw on the internet, started in Thailand. I think this thing, this form of meditation started in, like, Thailand. Okay. I believe I did a little research. And it's, like, the deepest, obviously, because you're just with yourself. It's an absence of light and all that type of stuff. Every time I've seen myself go into that thing, I'm not coming out. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm run my head into the wall. I am, ah, ah. Yeah, exactly. Give me out. That's my biggest nightmare almost. I mean, what do you do? You do ten thousand push-ups? Like, how do you stay entertained? Well, and that's the thing about Thailand. There are other no. forms of meditation, like in what? Thailand. You just do the, you know, Cliff Kingsbury version. You don't do the rock and. and What's that? You just kind of disappear, stare at the ocean. Yeah, stare at a few things. He could do that at his house, though. Like, I that's, think it's amazing that he's going this. F- that's pretty far in there, I think. I don't think a lot of people are just doing the no. four days pitch. I think you got to be I don't pretty think advanced doing that. Yeah. I think most people, when it's like, hey, I need to disassociate with everything, kind of just do my own thing, go, go to Hawaii on vacation for, yeah. you know, four or five days. It's not like, <laughs> find me a coffin, put me inside of it for four days, and then when I not come that. out, I'll Jeez. know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> not a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people do that. I could be wrong. Well, isn't this like, a, is this a sweat lodge? Or this, is this is what dark? I saw. Yeah, this is it. But this, it looks like a sweat lodge. I oh, mean, so this is the bathroom, Oh, that's too. a nice shower. There's the sh- Yeah. Damn, this looks sweet. Go back to the outside real quick, though. Is it also a sweat lodge, or is it just darkness? I don't know. Oh, so you can get out. You this is the to... darkness one. Yeah, this is the one that I saw yesterday whenever I Googled this. This yeah. popped up. So did you see the inside? Was that a toilet and a shower? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, you have a little There's a little shower. A little mud room. Yeah, a little mud room. The toilet, you just, if you have to poop, you got to hold on to that bar. It's like the glory all also, over. How yep. do you know where? Yes, yeah, so you're doing this. You're there's feeling? legit no light at all. So Does he get a picture of it before the lights are turned off? Yeah. Like, hey, hang your This is where you walk over here. Or do they put like a bag? Oh, over that's his a head. sprayer, so he sprays his little cakes off after he poops. Yeah. There's no toilet paper. <laughs> he could yeah. break that well, toe. He could break that was... toe again. What's that little hole for? Oh, you're right. Yeah, because remember when he had yeah. COVID. Which hole? Wait, which hole you guys? What's the hole on the right that, for? That's for food. Is that a glory? Like, that's, yeah, that's what that I was is. wondering. That's that's multi multi-purpose hole. I heard. So hold on. Oh, you can put your so if his asshole ends up there, he takes a shit into that hole. If he gets his dick there, it ends up getting sucked off. Unbelievable. How this goes? Sounds like a pretty good deal. It's amazing. Sign me Aaron, out. Hey, what do they call that thing? Is this the thing? door right here? Uh, is there a name for that? Hut? He's getting locked That's in. Load I'm hole. not sure. I know it's. I've, what's the name of this thing? That's ZD? called a glory hole. Where they stick I'm the wiener. Sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> this guy, well and died. Whoever this was. Glory, yeah, for glory sure. hole. But yeah, By dude. A-B. Hey, Aaron. Good luck in there. 
Good luck, Aaron. Good luck, Raj. I think we're talking to him either shortly before or after he goes into the darkness. A lot of reactions on the internet to this story. Yeah, really? A lot, I didn't of, see lot of people many... very understanding about it all. Oh, yeah, yeah I, didn't, I was going to say, I didn't see many uh, people upset about it. Somebody FaceTiming in from a bed, obviously, walking by. Hey, good morning. Morning. Is that the guy from Ireland? That might be Patrick. Patrick Football. Yeah. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is his name, Patrick Football. Patrick, Foot- yeah. Patrick Football Padraig. from from Ireland. Yeah. We have some breaking news from the Roger Goodell press conference before we get to a five minute break. He is talking about the officiating. Tom Pelissero is reporting Roger Goodell issuing a lengthy defense against criticism and NFL officiating, saying he thinks it's never been better. The reality is our officials are held to an incredibly high standard. Will we try to get better? You betcha. This is the Roger Goodell we knew was coming. Yep. Still got the fastball. He knew it. Are we getting better? Yeah. We always are. But the standard that our refs are held to is incredibly high. Lengthy defense against the criticism. Roger Goodell knew what was coming. He stepped right in the batter's box and said, excuse me, I don't think I heard McAfee and the boys every single Monday talking about how shitty these officials were. No. I don't think I heard first take and get up talking about how shitty these fucking officials are. I don't think I heard Dan Patrick or Rich Eisen just talking about how shitty these refs were all year long. I don't think the conversation was about how ass our refs were. Only a few times. Okay, maybe. Go back a year or two. Every week our guys sucked. Yep. We're sucking less dick this year. Goddamn right. And it's only getting better. (laughs) We should have known this is what Roger Goodell was going to go with. But he has to admit some sort of fault in this whole game, don't you, AJ? Is that why he said, you betcha, at the end? Is that, no, I think that's why he said, we will try to get better. And then he, he tops it off with, you betcha, because he knows there's no follow-ups to that yeah. answer. You betcha. That's one of these. Yeah, mic drop, see ya. This is it. I'll see you in 364 days. So there should be more coming out about officiating, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there won't be. Uh, you betcha, to AJ's point, is more so like, a, fuck off. I know what you guys want. Yeah. Guess what? You're not getting it, okay? We're going to keep doing what we've been doing, and nothing's going to change. Why do you kick it down the road another year? Can't Why do you do it. that? It's going to happen at some point. Yep. Why not other, now? He's got other things that he feels are bigger to take care of, I guess, than making it like full-time. The official. game being rigged, people thinking? Do you yeah, think he's really is, worried about that, though? Do you think he is? No, because he knows people will continue to watch, and as long as they're not rigged, he doesn't care. you'll be good. It's like yeah. anything. Whether they're talking, they just, you just want to be talking about our product. Yeah, no big conspiracy. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't right. know if that's necessarily the best convo, but it's a lot better than all the other ones that could be happening about like malpractice and shit. Yeah, Jerry Jones. I guess. Any publicity is good publicity. If they're talking about officials, they're not worried about the sale in Washington or anything else that's going on around. Or there. the balloon that's flying. Yeah, Demar yeah. Hamlin really being Michael B. Jordan. He's just trying to keep that at bay. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to a break. Hayden Hooker will join us on the other side. You think he'll answer questions? About I'm that? happy we covered all that stuff. There's. A crowd has gathered watching this dumbass show. We do not know why or understand it, but we appreciate it. Honestly, we appreciate that we're able to be here. This quarterback reinvigorated an entire university, an entire state. This man is draft eligible, and nobody's talking about it. Uh, Out of the University of Tennessee, ladies and gentlemen, Hendon Hooker. Yeah! Yeah! Sir! It's cool. We got beans. Good to see you. Brought us some beans. Hell there yeah. That's a beautiful bush bean footage. <laughs> Hendon. Right there. Hendon, how you doing? Oh. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yeah. That was critical. Pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah. Wire underneath the mic on the other side. Boom. Bang. Critical thinking skills. There it is. Figured it out. Yeah. Got it. How you doing? All right. Doing great. Doing great. Here we go. Yes, sir. 
Shout out to Bush's Beans. Yeah, shout out to Bush's Beans. Special Hendon cans right here. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Zoom in. Zoom in so, on the Hendon sweet. cans here for Bush's. Bush. Hendon. Baked bean. Beautiful footage here from Bush's yeah. Baked Beans. Congratulations on this. Also, yes, congratulations on an incredible run at the University of Tennessee. Thank you. Thank we you. Came, game day came to your school twice because of how great your team was mm-hmm. and on the run that your team was on. And obviously, whenever you get injured, everything changes. But I think people have forgot about you, Hendon. Going into the draft, who are they talking about? They're talking about uh, Bryce Levis, Young, Stroud. Will Levis, C.J. Stroud. Obviously, guys that could all potentially be great NFL quarterbacks. You're six foot four, and you just shook our hands. Massive. His hands come to the middle of your fucking yeah. forearm. Engulfs you. Do you feel a bit disrespected because of your ACL injury that nobody really is talking about you at the next level? Or are you trying to keep all that shit out? Yeah, I kind of keep all of that out, you know, control what I can control, you know, stay confident in my ability, uh, continue to build on, uh, you know, my rehab day to day. So when I leave here, I'm going to go, you know, hop on the, uh, the STEM machine and the BFRs, make sure that uh, I'm staying on track and staying ahead of the game, um, as well as building my mental, uh, staying staying ahead on, on that as well. So when are you projected to be healthy or be able to play football again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be back 100% and better than I've, than I've ever been um, in here this summer, June, July. Uh, ready for camp. Let's go. That's perfect timing. Yeah. Have you have you in the process here? Obviously, you have agent. Do you have quarterback coach? When you're talking about building your mentals, are you uh, are people breaking down NFL film for you already before you even get in there? Like, what are you working on now that maybe others are working on that you can't because of the ACL? Yeah. So um, I've really been breaking down NFL film um, from last summer up until now, but uh, you know, just learning new NFL terminology and uh, how they read things, how they may uh, call protections, um, and uh, you know, it's, it's been a blessing to uh, go through this process. Something that I've been, um, you know, dreaming of my whole life. Uh, and being able to work with Jordan Palmer and uh, a lot okay. of these other great quarterbacks. In What's this. that? Quarterback yeah. Summit. Yeah, Quarterback Summit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys, Josh Allen are over there, I think. Like, a lot of dudes are over there. I assume you're going to be able to pick their brain yeah, and everything definitely. like that. AJ, your question for Hendon. Yeah, what does that look like when you work with Jordan, like a normal day? Like mm-hmm. You said your mentals and your terminology. Are you guys watching film, and then Jordan's going to talk you through it, and he makes you get on the board and draw things up, or what's it work? Like, how's that yeah. work? Yeah, so, um, you know, we do a lot of board work. Um, we've had different days, like when the playoffs were going, we'd all would have a defense where we'd break down the defense, kind of give a back story of uh, the defense quarterback. Oh, so you like present to the wrestling? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's you, awesome. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, so, that's pro quarterback. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, so uh, just having a blast, you know, learning and uh, talking ball all day and kind of uh, seeing what other guys do at their schools and how they might call something. Um, and then just seeing their football creativity, um, how they draw plays up. Um, their favorite plays and then my favorite plays, just kind of elaborating on those things. So it's cool to, you know, really embark on this journey with, with other guys going through the same things I'm going through. So you can't throw a football, an NFL ball? Yeah, I can throw an NFL ball. Well. Oh. If, if I can take this with me, though. That, oh, <laughs> look at how good that looks yeah. in there. Look at how good yeah. that looks in the hand. So you, you can check me out throwing a couple balls on, uh, on Twitter. I released a little film from um, my first day out in California until uh, yesterday. I was throwing with my quarterback coach. Feeling so. good? Feeling yeah, good? Feeling great. NFL ball, any transition at all for you from the college ball? No, I mean, I've, I've worked out with the NFL ball, and, um, you know, just naturally being in the quarterback position, you want to always have an NFL ball. So from high school, I remember, you know, throwing 18-yard comebacks on a five-step drop, um, just, you know, just messing around. What the oh, fuck? Yeah. Why, why are you not being talked? It makes no sense to me. I, a coach Pagano has a question for you, Hank. Yeah, so oh, here's you slinging it on a, one knee here. Obviously, stabilize the knee so you don't oh, have any... Oh, my yeah, God. Geez. Yeah, that ball's not going anywhere, I guess. You're spinning that thing. 
Hey, Coach Hypo had a lot of option routes too, right? Yeah. In that offense? Yeah. So literally pre-snap, post-snap, you're having to make decisions? Yes, sir. And now you're with Jordan Palmer going through what a day would look like, what a presentation would look mm-hmm. like for an offense and breaking down film? Yeah. And you could throw it? And you're six foot four. Well, I, I don't understand. No. I don't understand it at all. Coach Pagano has a question for you, though. Hey, so like when you lay your head on the pillow at night and you close your eyes, you start dreaming, okay, about the NFL. You start seeing how the NFL has evolved, especially at the quarterback position, the types of offenses that are being run two quarterbacks playing on Sunday in, in, in the Super Bowl. Like, is there a team? Is there a coach? Is there a system? Like, this is what be- best fits me in a place that you'd love to go. Like, Pat Mahomes, five years ago, getting picked by Andy Reid. Like, that was oh, like... What a marriage. Like, what a, what a marriage, right? Yeah. Sirianni straight, and Jalen. Yeah. Sirianni and Jalen. Is there a team... Hennon, that you'd say, God, I would. I know you're going to say, hey, I'll go anywhere. Yeah, I, you know, I'll go anywhere. I just want I'll you go should, anywhere. But, it, anywhere but what's the ideal fit for mm-hmm. you? Like, can you see somewhere. yourself running a Jalen like offense? Yeah, I can. You know, anywhere that has you know belief in my abilities and belief in, in me as a person, um, that I can you know go out there and lead and and um, continue to learn and soak up information from any and everyone in the building. Um, you know, that's what I aspire to do, and that's what I intend to do um, when I do you know get drafted to a team. When you watch those guys, who do you model? your game after is there is there a guy that you say one or two guys that say this is like fits your stature your height your weight things like that who is that yeah um you know bits and pieces from from both of these guys uh from josh allen just his mobility and how hard he runs hey you run right Uh, you run hard i do run very hard yeah like a lot too (laughs) i'm watching like the tennessee highlights in my head and i see Mm -hmm. you running like yeah you run yeah and and spin it the hell yeah yes sir so um you know bits and pieces from Josh Allen, you know, uh, how he runs the ball and also um, and throws the ball as well. You know, he has a rocket of an arm, so uh, I don't think I have a rocket like that, but I definitely have a rocket on You can spin me. it. Yes, oh, yeah. sir. You got but, the f- um, also Deshaun Watson, um, you know, how he had lose the pocket and slippery in the running game as well and also how accurate he is. So I pride myself on being extremely accurate um, and getting the playmakers the ball in space. So. Ty has a question for you. Yeah, and obviously things didn't end the way you guys wanted them to last year and I feel like if you don't get hurt there's a very good chance you guys are playing for a national championship how hard was it when you're getting talked about as like hey this guy's the Heisman front runner he's gonna win it and then you get hurt and all of a sudden like you kind of need to switch everything like college is done you know and then you mm-hmm. have to put all your time and effort towards the NFL drafts like how difficult was that process yeah um I wouldn't say it was it was too difficult uh, just had to be emotional, though, bro. Yeah, definitely very emotional. Still emotional to this day a little bit, uh, you know, just kind of watching ball and just missing it so much, missing the camaraderie with my teammates and missing the competitive nature. I'm, I'm very competitive. So um, and anything we're doing, you know, I'm trying to beat you at it. So, uh, How are you ping pong? Pretty good ping pong player? That's actually my only, oh. my only sport, oh. my only activity oh. that I'm, I'm kind of shaky. I'm still kind of, you know, getting into it. How about cornhole? Pretty good at cornhole? Yeah, very good. What about pickleball? Pickleball. Pickleball. Okay. You're good at pickleball. How about basketball? Ooh, you got a jumper? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do it all. Do it all. Dunk on you, shoot it, cross you up. Oh, shit. 6'4", that's not being talked about. You have all the prototypes. You are, the like, the prototypical quarterback, and everybody's talking about everybody else. You think it's just because you're injured? or what Yeah, you maybe. Maybe yes. because I can't show, you know, my physical traits. Sure. Um, but, you know, when that day comes, I'm sure everyone is going to enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be added to your chip on the shoulder story thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, this guy beat yeah. Bama in Tennessee. And then all of a sudden, next draft cycle, eh, maybe a third, fourth. There's exactly. other four guys that did. They didn't win. It. I mean, what are we? I am so flustered. Why? And this is before we knew you were coming on. 
we started talking about it, it was actually going to be our big uh, we're going to feel like super geniuses yeah. mm-hmm. in the draft analysis. Like, who's going to shoot up the big boards? It's like Hendon Hooker is the guy that's going to shoot. And now you got a fucking bean deal already? Come on. I mean, no disrespect to the other guy in his conference, though, that, you know, threw eight touchdown passes this year, and he's going to be a first-round pick. we got Mm -hmm. a guy who should have won the fucking Heisman, but, you know, it's – I mean – Hey, now that you got us, we're we're pretty heavy in your corner. Big time. We will get out of your corner. I mean, let's not get crazy. You can't (laughs) lose us. You can't lose us for sure. But we are heavily in there. Connor has a question for you. Yeah, i got a couple questions. First and foremost, just to kind of gauge it, you know, are you a Bobcat guy, or are you more of a John Deere guy? And then also, as, as soon as you get hurt, does the reality, like, okay, I'm definitely a first-round pick, but because of this injury, I'm probably going to fall down. Is that something that is talked about? Like, when did that Yeah, when, have you happen? learned that? Yeah. yeah. Has that been a, um, That sucks. It hasn't yeah, been bullshit. Yeah. But like, yeah. It hasn't uh, really been talked about. Uh, I can understand why. This is the availability factor yeah. uh, for sure. But, um, real. you know, just my, my ability and my football IQ and the leadership aspects that I bring, um, you know, will still elevate uh, the team and, and, and um, also boost my draft boost my draft stock as yeah, well. as it should. So, um, you know, just moving forward, controlling what I can control and being confident in my ability is all I can do. Oh, Having yeah. a positive attitude um, and, um, you know, just, just being a great guy in general. You, know, you said you're going to be better than you've ever been whenever you yes, come sir. back. Why is that? You think yeah. you just um, growing your mature, getting into a better age? Um, that's funny. Uh, really just being able to sit down and concentrate on the things that I want to concentrate on. Um, and going through this process, I have a lot more time to work on the mental side of my game because I'm I'm not doing a lot of the other things. Ah, uh, gotcha. I'm still throwing, um, but it's not the same magnitude as, as it would be yeah. if I was 100% healthy. Uh, and, and uh, you know, any time that I can uh, boost my, my mental aspect of the game, I'm doing that. I'm going to go back and watch old – old games from this past year and years before um i'm gonna watch nfl film any i have a, a expo marker that i keep in my bathroom um and i have mirrors in my bathroom so anytime yes, I, I walk by the mirror i'll draw a play um and, and that's yeah. that's that tends to happen Football like maybe 10 people. to 12 times a day yeah, you go to sure. the bathroom you might my closet is right past stay the hydrated too yeah, yeah. So, sounds like you take yeah. care of yourself <laughs> Should be. A lot of pissing. Eight pisses a day is yeah. a lot of pisses. Yeah. I wish. That's an incredible. Yeah. Incredible. I need to get my piss game up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. don't drink enough water. You love film? You love Shit. film, though, huh? I love film. I love ball. I love ball. Yeah. So anytime we're talking about ball, playing ball, uh, going to watch ball, I want to be involved. Hell yeah. Well, you did a great job here with Bush's Beans. I don't yes, know sir. what we're doing. They got a commercial coming out with Peyton Manning. You yeah. and him get along well, I yeah. assume. Yeah, that's my guy. That's OG. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, any any. Any home game we have that he's available to come to or any away game, um, it's always special to sit there and kind of chop it up with him before the game for a quick second. And then every game he'll shoot me a text, him and his father, Archie Manning. Um, So I always have a good time, you know, talking to the Manning family and being around them. Shout out to the Manning family for, you know, just embracing me and treating me as one of their own. So you've never got a chance to chat with anybody that knows football. You have no good football team. Nope. <laughs> Sounds like you hate football. Yeah, yeah. Ball looked pretty big in his hands. Ball, ball did look so, huge in his hands. Yeah, how that's that video was him. doctored footage. He did yeah, not man. actually spin it. No, the haters would say it's fake. That's it. Yeah. That's kind of what yeah, they're exactly. all doing. You're yeah. real deal, oh, though, brother. I mean, have you gotten your NFL script yet? Do you know yeah. how your career? Oh, I go? don't. I haven't. I haven't got it yet. So oh, you know, shit. I guess that's they're combo. still. 
They're still trying to Typing orchestrate. Yeah, still trying to orchestrate a couple things. The story is going to be good, especially where you're at right now, man. Can't wait to see what team gets lucky to get you in the building. Hopefully, it's one that rhymes with Schmindy in Annapolis. Yeah, because uh, we definitely need a quarterback, and it'd be great to have you for the next yes, 20 years. Uh, congrats on all the success. Thank you. Congrats on a successful rehab coming back June, yes, July, Thank you. and good luck the rest of the way, ladies and gentlemen. Hand and hook. Yeah. Yes, sir. Big fucking hit. Yeah, massive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is. Thank you. Yeah, well, publicly, we can't say that, though. Thanks, man. Good luck. Never Let everybody know. Yeah, guys Good got tiny hands. Yeah. Tiny hands. Jeez. Guys Jeez, got man. tiny Just hands. Shook my elbow. Yeah. Hey, pleasure. Good luck, man. Jeez. Hey, Hendon, real quick. Yeah, one more you... time. Oh, and he can catch. The beach? Yeah. Oh, I can spin it. That was a wobbly. Beach, huh? I don't know. See if you could break one of these lights. I don't know if you saw. The guy threw a fucking football. Yeah. He fired that thing. Off, quick, schedule, off schedule play. Quick really. Yeah. If I would have put my hand. Accuracy, too. He has accuracy, yeah. which is one of the traits that you will see if you watch his film. Through two picks. Loves ball. Yeah. And he's, once again, he's 6'4", and he's saying, I like the way Josh Allen plays. Runs. What are we even doing with everybody else in the conversation? I honestly don't fully comprehend. I think, don't you think easily teams there's multiple teams that want him and so they are trying to keep all the hype down oh we're about fucking him. up a lot of shit yeah, yeah like, like, like hey, tell shefty and ian not to report on this dude because we want to hopefully get him so look at us doing some journalism the gamesmanship is real yeah absolutely yeah there's people that will leak terrible things about a player because they hope that the teams above them yeah read that and go oh we don't want that in our building yep. and then that team's like well we do apologize that we did potentially we told everyone you were a massive piece of shit <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's a John Deere guy. Also got an answer out of that. Of okay. course. Boom. When he got backstage. Well, what do you know? This guy seems to have all the pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, Every nice trade. Five nice tool player. right there. Hell, yeah, this is the 4-1. Uh, yeah, uh, the Dewey. So you got Dewey's in the front? Yeah, and the machinery. back. You know, you got to be able to maintain proper lines mm. out there. And if you have one wheel, it might get off track, especially when you got other shit grew, yeah. growing. <laughs> so you got to have both of those wheels keeping everything up front. And then the power in the back, obviously. <laughs> got to be powerful, but can't be destructive. Yeah, you have to have right. that fine balance, and that's what John Deere does. Live kid in the front. You would never fucking know that, AJ. I, I'm the only one here that has a John Deere, so. Oh. Are you? Oh, so that you? right. Oh, sorry. Oh. Does your dad have one, Ty? I have my own 60-inch. Oh, I don't have a, z- a Z zero turn? turn. You have one? Yes. What have you, you ever used? You ever used it? Exactly. I got, a, ri- I got a riding mower. Okay. I plow yeah. snow yeah, with my John Deere. I put a plow on it and plow snow in the. Oh yeah. With my John Deere. Yeah. See, you're plowing your way. Shit. Yeah, it is. What it's am I fake. doing? Plowing what? Exactly. Also, you know you, what you're doing. You you get your mind out of the gutter. You're talking too much about coming in things and coming out of things and busting all over things. You know. I've been that, trying right? to enjoy myself. Terminology. I, actually, I appreciate it. I just want to let you know. Hey, Bear, Bear's got a John Deere. Oh, look. Look at that. Kid me? Kid's got little a John baby Paisano. Right. Right. He ran over Tucker. He ran over the dog yesterday. What? It was bad. Is it dead? He no, it, was, it yeah. just yelped pretty good. Jeez. It's not good. That's going to happen to a football he, house. He got right up. Dust himself off. Sometimes you get the bear. What kind of leader you think, Hendon? He's beloved by everybody in his team down there in Tennessee. He was set, had a full hello. How you doing? Good people. Seems like great. Confidence. Yep. Which is good. Was not arrogant. Nope. Loves ball. with the Mannings. Yeah. And you think Bushes is just putting her name on anybody? No. He's not, he's not, you know, representing some second rate baked bean company. He's got the fucking crap. Hey, I think that's probably, we're no, probably the last stop. Crack those yeah. open tonight. Yeah, Speaking of the last stop, oh, yeah. the last thing we got to do before we get out of here is we got to have Chuck Pagano bury a Come bucket. On, Chuck. Yep. Chuck, listen, the people need it. Yesterday it took a little bit, you know, because AQ wasn't able to figure it out. Debo wasn't able to figure it no. out. But I will say right now, Chuck, Radio Row. Come on, Chuck. Here at Super Bowl 57. If Chuck Pagano can make a shot in it is hoop right over here. We'll give 15 people $500 who go. retweet this video. Say something nice, something on Cash App. 
Go. Got a distractor in the CFO, back. CFO Phil. Come on, CFO Phil, Phil does not so want you to make the, this. Uh, one hand, kind of. Yeah, one hand. One hand. You can't really. like a shot. You can kind of guide it, but yeah. yeah. You just throw that thing. That one had gone in on a bounce, actually. Oh, yeah, it doesn't that. bounce. Yep. Get my range. You got these yeah, lights. Slow right? juice. Shoot that thing like a jumper. Hey, put the ball I don't, in the yeah. fucking Shoot hole. the fucking yeah, ball. Boom, right here. Whoa. Hey, beat. Well, how many tries did you say I got? Ten. This Five. Twelve. This is the one. Jim gave me. You only need one, million. Chuck. Jim. Bang. Oh. oh! There it is. See? All right, a couple more opportunities. No thinky. Athlete take over. Yep. Yeah! I respond to a good athlete. Is that a baby truck? <laughs> How many more? As many as we needed. Only two more from that particular spot. But it's the first time. If you see it live, this man. With this video, say something nice to somebody. Input to cash taking us so we can pay you officially on Cash App. We are done from day three here at Radio Row. Hammer Don will be on the other side of this five-minute break, I do believe, at YouTube.com forward slash Hammer Down. Big shout to Hennon Hooker and his big-ass hands. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bob Parsons, self-made wow. mil- uh, billionaire. Yep. Marine. Yep. Failed fifth grade. Legend. Founded everything. Took 48 years to come home from Vietnam. Finally did that in 2018. Is a completely different human. Congrats to him, Seth freaking Rollins. He didn't have any respect for Logan Paul. He, he stopped by. Cool glasses. Debo Samuel was pretty sick of talking about it. Yes. Pretty sick Great of talking job. about it. <laughs> any report broke little to no news. Yes. Per usual. What a day. Not bad. Thank you. Shipley hung out again. Tony Diggs was awesome. in the back there for a bit. AJ Hawk and Ty Schmidt. Got a chance to take a victory lap for what they did on the pickleball court just yesterday. Yeah. Boys, final thoughts? Because we know with the pickleball game, easy come, easy go. Any thoughts on what you guys accomplished yesterday? Tom? I mean, it was a run that truly will stand the test of time. I'm so <laughs> fucking sore today. Obviously, going to take my ankle big time, and I will be on the courts. But I, uh, I, my right wrist hurts quite a bit, too. I was playing the backhand, you know quite a bit so Whoa. we'll see but competitors compete it's as simple as that i felt like fucking pete sampras yesterday and i woke up this morning feeling like pete sampras winners so. win too exactly and that's what you guys did aj any final thoughts on the run you guys had just yesterday that no, was fun ty's the ultimate teammate for sure so i give all credit to ty no, you, you play you like talking. a barbarian up at there at the kitchen, and you were definitely— I respect it. I respect not, the kitchen. Well, certainly— You guys have no awareness. I respect the kitchen and keep my toes behind it. Wow. No, and I think your effort and athletic ability certainly behoove you well. I definitely the, like to give a lot of effort. That's, I mean, that's how I've— No, but the pickleball game, you are very good at the pickleball game. Yeah, it's a fun game, but I know, like, there's—I wonder if everybody that plays pickleball, like, every game feels very close. Like, we're—they're super competitive every game we have. You're There's at, that backhand right there. Oh, Todd. Yeah. Cross court. You're an excellent front, fr- front court player, AJ, and I'm an excellent back court player. Yeah, we got backhand. Ripping, you're ripping backhands. You guys win this point anyway, probably. He rips that backhand cross court. It's serious. Yeah, well, now we know the real It was the closest competition. Me and Bruce guys. beat him. Yeah, Aaron Bruce beat us. Me and Bruce beat him, but it's, I mean, it's. Ooh. Yeah, see? Yeah, it was a point. There was tough to get yesterday against him, to be yeah, honest. Look points. at AQ as a force at the front of the net, too, though. D-butt. Look at D-butt. D-butt most improved, probably. That dude turned yeah, it on. Bill also most declined after being yeah, most improved. Yeah, Bill was absolutely was atrocious tough. yesterday. Yeah. Everybody, was nobody won, though. True. Nobody won other than Ty and AJ, so I think everybody was kind of atrocious. Billy got some sweet things. Dude, it was, I mean, like, the boys went crazy, and then obviously we were just rolling through the whole thing. We need to get more Ty and AJ highlights in here. We will get to that. But it was a hell of a run. We'll be back on that court. Thank you so much for watching today. Hammer Don is in about 10. You are the best people on earth. I got to go hit a shot of glory alongside AJ Hawk at the uh, thing that does not owned by Bob. Right. Nope.
That golf course that is not yeah. in. Great day. Hole yeah. in one's coming. Great question. I think I got to do it in cowboy boots because this morning when I was getting dressed, I forgot that we were going to do this. Put the cowboy boots on. So I'm a little bit of a lift. I don't know if it's the best thing for golf, but why not put one in a hole? Why not? Barefoot. You. Ah. Someone, someone's going to make it. You're going to make it, right? I plan on it. Yeah, I'm aiming for the pin. Me too. All right, let's see if we do it. Let's do it. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.